0: Right now, there's a lot of bad stuff happening in the world. Um, I think all three of us have sort of been thinking, and I know that we've been individually talking about the sort of stance that we've wanted to take as a podcast. And Mm -hmm. we're not a political podcast at all. Yeah, very much on purpose. Right. Um, But we do think that right now, the current culture in, in America other places around the world. not to, This is not a problem. That's just us, but it is it is uniquely American in, in this current moment. Uh, we think black lives matter, and we think that the people who are protesting out there have every right to do so. We want everybody to be safe mm-hmm. and uh, to be treated equally, uh, regardless of their uh, skin color, their economic condition, any of the other things that tend to separate us in this American existence that we're currently uh, having to live through.
1: Yeah, I think it's important that, especially in this this time and what we're seeing a lot of hates being spread when it should be bringing us together more than more than ever it, with the coronavirus and then uh, the violence that we're seeing. This is the best time for us to come together and it's just not not happening and, it, mm-hmm. and it's frustrating to us and I can't even imagine being someone of color who has to face it every day. And we just want to want everybody to know that that you're not alone and and that we see what's happening and and we're hopefully all striving for a better tomorrow.
2: One of my favorite things about board games is that it's hard to hate someone that you know, that you have to sit and look at across the table, and it's a thing that brings so many people together, and I think that's why we love it so very much. So, from us to you, we stand with you, and we want the best for all of us. Much love, guys.
0: <sighs> Just- Hold on. <laughs> it's been a bit. I know. It's well, been a little bit. It ha- yeah, it has been a little bit. Right. Especially in person. Like, you've got us watching you yeah, now. It's Live. It's... I, don't, I don't care about that. Yeah. I, I've done made myself look stupid plenty of times in front of you guys. <laughs> I'm past that. <laughs> it's
1: strangers I don't want to look stupid in front of. Uh, Welcome, everybody. Man, that's going to be on the show, right? (laughs) Welcome, everybody, (laughs) to episode number 28, uh, Random Draw Board Game Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Mann. I'm here uh, live and in person with Mark Belisle and Dave Hubbard. That's me. We are back from our mini hiatus of us trying to figure out how in the world to record a podcast when we are not in the same room?
2: Shockingly difficult considering the fields we work in. Despite, yeah. yeah. Despite
1: so many people in the world doing that every day, mm-hmm. it was beyond us. It and was very we, tough. We knocked out two. One was okay. One was one yeah. was deleted.
2: <laughs> one, one, oh, that's right. We did three. We did three. <laughs> one yep. was deleted.
0: One was okay. And one was it, uh, iffy at best. I mean, you've you've heard them. Yeah. You can only talk about the same three games like so many times. Right. And it's just like, I've lost all enthusiasm. For yeah, what but we're lucky talking about. lucky for us and everybody else,
1: obviously. we, M- got to, we Mostly played, us. us <laughs> mostly us. We played some games this week. We actually yeah. got to play some
2: games, which was awesome. Also, just a quick note about that. It was weird. It was real weird. Mark I, and I were talking about that on the drive yeah. in. Like, for some reason, I walked in your house, I sat down at the table, and I had this moment where I was just like, this is weird. So normal, yeah. but weird because it, mm-hmm. it has just been months now and it was a weekly thing before and now it had been like three months.
1: So the best part of my experience with all, with all this, the coronavirus and everything, I have really, really, really bad allergies, like really bad. And so like I'm constantly congested and now I have like this dry cough. 24 7 yeah and people just look at me like oh my god this guy's <laughs> he's gonna get me sick yeah. and I try to explain it like listen like I'm I have the worst allergies mm-hmm. and I God I just can't wait for the blistering heat of the summer <laughs> to like burn off these stupid things so I can just stop for a little bit but so if you hear me coughing it's just allergies I'm not spreading any disease to anybody that they know of <laughs> Which is fine.
2: it uh, hasn't been proven yet you can get a disease through a podcast yeah but, but hey there's a first time if, for everything if you listen That's hard right. enough <laughs>
0: <laughs> anything if you put your ear close enough to your phone right now <laughs> yeah just jam it in there yeah just just let it happen <sighs> just wash your hands after our podcast <laughs> it just it, you know what take a shower <laughs> after <laughs> you listen to our podcast honestly <laughs> so one of the games we played this
1: week is a game called letter jam from check games right from check games check games look at me go uh letter <laughs> jam <laughs> this is a game where i had Several realizations throughout
2: the game. Mm -hmm. Is it that you weren't good at this? One of them, I had that realization. One of
1: them was, I have no idea how to spell anything.
2: Oh, how many times (laughs) during that game did I go, All right, guys, I've got to pick up my phone and check the spelling? Yeah, Yeah, several, (laughs) several more
0: than I would have thought for a five letter word. No,
2: it's a four letter word. (laughs) What are you talking about?
1: And that I don't. Know enough words. Like if I get a word stuck in my head, like that is now my answer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, that's the answer. And then I flip my letters over, and it's none of the. Yeah, things it's I
2: like done. blank a c k. Oh, it's back. It's back. That now could be the only possible yeah, word. That, that is the blank blank only A-C-K word A-C-K is. that starts with
1: that. <laughs> so letter jam from check games. Check what's it c g e check games check games edition edition. I like check games, but edition's fine. <laughs> Good opinion on their company yeah, name. Yeah, it's almost
2: like have in that. It's <laughs> so
1: <laughs> listen I buy their games that's like that's like people saying like why well, pay my I pay your salary and my taxes like shut up dude you still don't have any say in what I'm doing uh so in letter jam letter jam is a weird game because it's technically a cooperative game the in game scoring is like really silly and, mm. and kind of goofy mm-hmm. so we didn't really use it plays up to six players and you make a five letter word for the base game five letter word with mm-hmm. uh, these letters only letters are not in there are like I didn't an X, Z. No, it's
2: it, there's actually a little chart, yeah. and it's missing a couple of the harder letters, like it's like J, yeah, X. There's no Q-U. Or there is a U, there's There's no no
1: Q. Q. It's missing some of the the harder letters. You're making this word up, and then you shuffle up your cards and you pass them to your left, and then they spread them out face down in front of them. They have these little plastic standees, and they put the letter in it facing away from them. Mm -hmm. So that means that you can see everybody's letter but your own.
2: Mm -hmm. And at this point, that means you have one letter that's face up, and you've seen none of the letters. Mm -hmm. You have one letter face up, and then you have four more cards that are face down that are each of the rest of the letters of your word right
1: and then there's uh if you don't play with the full six players you'll have however many extra letters off to the side that make up the six so you have a wide variety of letters Mm -hmm. and then everybody looks at the letters and except their own. Except for their own. And then you have this cute little flower with these red and green discs on it. And as soon as you give your first clue, you take a red disc. And everybody has to give at least one clue. Mm-hmm. So Which you, is real inclusive. I, yeah. yeah, I like it. So you look at all the letters and say, I can make a four-letter word that helps four people. And obviously, you can't make a letter with your own because you can't see it. Mm-hmm. So then... You don't say the word out loud. There's these awesome like clay tokens that came with it that are in like the shape of fruit. Not even the shape of fruit. Poker chips. They're poker poker chips, chips. but they're fruits. Yeah, they got like
0: bisected fruits bisected Bise- perfect he's Listen, right he's I mean right, he's so smart sounding though I, I, I know I'm dumb as <laughs> D- a rock though. <laughs> despite <laughs> I'm just like a living furry parrot despite yeah that's all it is I just regurgitate you things I hear words. yeah at yeah, the right time though yeah thank you oh. yeah
1: that was good bisected good I'm job a thinking mark. ape I'm gonna mark that down Mark bisected. said bisected and I was right <laughs> Uh, you take these and they're numbered one to whatever nine or ten or something like that, and then we you, never use more than five. No, no, too dumb. So, um, <laughs> so you put the letters in order of how the word is spelled. So you put the one like if if the word is ant and Mark has the a, Dave has the n, and the Amber has the t. So I would put the one in front of Mark, the two in front of Dave, and the three in front of Amber.
2: And that means that I can look at this now, and not knowing my own letter, I know that whatever my letter is, it's in between an A and a T. Right. And so then I'm staring, and you have a piece of paper that has, like, it's designed for you to keep track of these. So it, it makes a lot of sense. Um, and you're writing it down, and then you're staring at it like, oh, A blank T. What could that be? Right. It's clearly A, B, T. Yeah, <laughs> ABT. <Abbed. laughs> It's, it could be apt, and that'd be like would <laughs> be like a clue I'd give. APT, oh apt. Sony. I'll oh. get into oh. Mark clues Mark's later. Terrible trash clues. Yes, yeah, so, so <laughs> they're bad. So
1: yeah, then you do that, and once you think you know your letter, you place it back face down, and you move on to the next letter of your five. And this is letter jam. This is you keep going around until uh, there's a certain amount of rounds based on how many players you have. It's
2: mm-hmm. based on how many clues you can give. Basically, right. once you're out of clues you can give, then all of you take a guess.
1: Yep, you guess it your word. The cool thing is you have your letters and as long as you make an English word out of the letters that you have and they're right, that's all that matters. You don't have Mm -hmm. to have the exact five-letter word that they gave you because it could be different words, whatever. Mm -hmm. That's impossible. So as long as you make an English word, uh, you get and, amount yeah, of you, anomalous points.
2: basically as long as you figured out the correct five letters yeah, yeah. which I never ever did uh, I did once but then I couldn't I couldn't make a word out of them I don't think I yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> I had that same problem too but we can't talk about what my word was <laughs> yeah I yeah I kept getting mixed up
1: on some of the letters and then I thought I knew what it was and then I would go on to something else and then I had like this mm-hmm
2: just jumble
1: of letters that never made oh, anything man. so
2: that's one of the and I don't want to say problems because the problem was us the problem, problem was is not how my brain works so mm-hmm. you'd move on to your next letter after a clue is given and you have decided that you figured out what the letter is like that's how it works mm-hmm. so maybe two clues and you move on to the next one because you think oh I figured this out well in our experience <laughs> I would like get one clue immediately go oh I know what this is right. and plow right into the next letter and then you get to the end and you're like oh I don't know what any of these letters yeah. yeah that was my that was yeah. my consensus with this game it was, it was, yeah i it don't was know like what i'm one of those deals
0: too where like i was keeping like a list of possible letter combinations it could be like in the side margin right and i ended up with like just six letters per clue and i'm like i don't know what it is you yeah. just have
2: the entire margin of your paper just completely covered at that point. yeah i have the entire uh length of the english alphabet in <laughs> the margins and i'm like i think it's
0: elephant
1: well and that's like because it's a co-op you want everybody to get as many clues as possible so you mm-hmm. want to try to include as many players you can it all depends on what letters are face up towards you like mm-hmm. if if you don't have any letters that are make a five letter word then like, I don't yeah. know what to tell you well, I'm not a thesaurus
2: and more than once we looked around and went uh, one of us would go well every letter I can see is a consonant so this yeah. isn't going to work for me yeah about. and
1: then when something like that happens you just the ghost player or whatever you just flip up a new card for them yeah until it's a vowel or
2: something I I wonder what you would have done if there were six players?
1: Quit and burn the game. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you know what? Now you build a nice fire pit in your backyard. Yeah, so. <laughs> I, yeah. I bought
1: a. I got a new fire pit. We'll just throw the game in there. Just huck it <laughs> right no in there. Will, no one
0: will care. I have some actual jam. Ooh, I love yeah. a jam. I love a jam too. Favorite man. jams? Quick, let's go. Dave? Oh, blueberry, obviously. No, okay, blueberry
1: Dana. jam. Hmm. Oh man, I like strawberry, strawberry strawberry's jam. a good choice too. Yeah. yeah,
0: I'm
2: going with raspberry.
1: Raspberry's good. I like a raspberry jam. I for, don't like orange like marmalade. For some reason, love, that's
2: what I thought Mark was gonna say. I did too. Kind I, like
1: I, I
0: love an orange
2: marmalade. I, see it, I but, also yeah. love a more min- orange marmalade. I don't love an- You know what?
1: We were in the store the other day and we almost got you something, Dave, because I found a mint jelly.
2: He'd oh, <laughs> I mean, hate it. how no. no. you know, much you would hate it. I mint was, is so disgusting. But it
1: was also like really off-putting, like how it looked. Is it green? It's, it's, very, green, it's green, green, but it's like, right? and it's not sh- a jam, so it's not like there's no chunks of anything. It's just like smooth. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it looks like Jello. No, correct me if I'm wrong.
0: Mint jelly is like very Brit, right? It's very British. You put it on lamb oftentimes Lot, like a mint not, jelly served with lamb not I I've never had it
1: you've never had lamb or mint jelly yes oh, <laughs> really I like, lamb's yeah. good yeah. mint jelly I could do without I think I've
2: never had it though yeah. but I'm pretty sure I could do without maybe just, next time we have a game day I'll just bring a jar of mint jelly yeah just a jar of mint jelly <laughs> uh, so it's also common to put a jar of mint <laughs> jelly on top of like a block of cream cheese and use it as a uh, dip for crackers
0: there you go you could, we can have that yeah. that'll
1: fit your sensitivities. Mark. I love it let's do it That's it's gross. also really
2: good with orange marmalade <laughs> I don't know <laughs>
1: The apple butter. I like that. Oh, apple butter's good. That's not like a jam, though.
2: No, what? it's
0: like a sauce. We're like way off base now. We are. Speaking of jam. We, we so letter jam. Speaking of jam, <laughs> hey, letter <laughs> jam welcome from guys. Games Edition. <laughs> I'm so glad we could do this in person now. <laughs> so let's... Let's uh, Do you guys have anything else? Oh, Mark, why don't uh, you tell me about Letter Jam? I got Jam? some information Thank for you about Letter Jam. Letter Jam, published in 2019 by Check Games oh, Edition. Oh, it's new. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fairly new. It's got that new game smell as soon as you cracked it open. But it was like a good <laughs> new game smell, not like Welcome 2. Oh, something. the pages Ooh, smell so pages bad. pages smell yeah. weird. This is so, just yeah. a reoccurring bit uh, at this point. Gross. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. Uh, Check Games um, Edition was, uh, they also released uh, Galaxy Trucker, which we yeah. talked about a few episodes do ago. love it. Alchemist, the- too. Oh, yeah. That's very true. Both those games. I know.
2: They make good games. They also make Dungeon Monster. We don't dungeon talk pets? about dungeon pets. Dungeon Dave. pets. <laughs> you like forgot the name <laughs> of it. I brought it last game
0: day, and nobody wanted to play it. No. Yeah, but we because we don't talk about dungeon pets. Uh, <laughs> it's the Voldemort of our <laughs> Voldemort <laughs> game that must not be named. Uh, it was designed by a gentleman named Andra Scoopy. I love a, that name. It's good. I. It's very Czech, so I'm sure I've Andra butchered S- it. Scoop. Scoopy. S K O U P Y, and the Y has a weird tilde over it. A what now? Is it Scalpy? No, there's no L in there. I didn't say Alice.
1: said scalp?y say? Scalpy, scalpy, scalpy. I don't know. What's I'm... that make the Y sound like?
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's how I picture it. Oh, okay, yeah. Just like I that. learned so much about <laughs> the Czech language today. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that's not true. Uh, <laughs> scalpy, scalpy. <laughs> uh, this is uh, his first game, oh. um, but he did ah, say he good, smart on his bio he did uh, he does work for. Check Games Digital, like the digital division. Oh, of Czech oh games. that's neat. And then the art was done by uh, four people. Ready for this? That's amazing because there's not that much art the in this The only
2: art is on the chips, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, that's yeah. it. They, it's... they took bisected fruit <laughs> pictures, slapped it on some poker chips, and that's the art.
0: Apparently, it took four people to do that. Uh, oh, David Jablon... <laughs> Jablonowski, yep. Yep. I Jablonowski.
2: He, he took the pineapple.
0: The fun part is that I don't ever read any of these names out loud until I sit right here to do it. <laughs> that's uh, the there's proof of it. <laughs> Michaela Zaralova. Mm, the apple. Um, they both worked okay. on trap words together, which I hear is really good. Trap mm. words? Yep. Frantisek Sedlacek. Hmm, yeah. Oh, he sounds like the tangerine picture. Sedlacek. Uh, he worked on Sanctum, which is the game oh, that you recently I just picked got up. Sanctum. Yep. And then Lucas
2: Vo- Vodica. He takes pictures of piles of kumquats. <laughs> bisected kumquat. No, no, not even bisected. Whole ones? Just, just whole to, piles of kumquats. He didn't get a lot of work yeah. on No, he was turned away. Like, he was one of the discarded <laughs> fruit pictures. Yeah, yeah. Didn't make a chip. Yeah. Got a shout out anyway.
0: Weird <laughs> that the dragon fruit got in, but the kumquat didn't. Yeah. It seems very not right. What are you going to do? I mean... Can't have all the fruits. Do
2: you know there's an actual berry called Yum Berries?
0: Yep. No. Yum yum. Yum yum berries. They're yum yum. We like, a, if
2: I had to describe them. We bought
1: a thing called... <laughs> <laughs> We bought a fruit called the ugly fruit the other day. It is ugly from the outside. It's That's apt. really a judgment call. The name call. is apt. No, it looks like a really bruised up like grapefruit, like really nasty looking. And okay. you cut it open and it's like a grapefruit, but not as tart. Okay. Huh.
0: I'm kind of into that. Yeah. My it's biggest not thing bad.
1: Is, my biggest thing about grapefruit is how bitter it is. It's really, yeah, it's really bitter, but it, this is not bitter or sweet. It's kind of weird. Okay.
0: I'd like to try durian one day. I oh. heard it smells terrible. I heard it also smells terrible. terrible. But Put I heard it. it
2: tastes delicious. Plug your nose and eat it or something? Yeah, just go for it, man. To get I, there. Yeah, I, I it's try it.
0: Potent. It can't be, uh, shipped. It can't be uh,
1: shipped. It can't be like put on airplanes or anything. Yeah. Well,
2: I guess we're not about to try it, are we? I have to you go to the, to the source. Do they <laughs> ship seeds? Can we grow one? Oh, oh, I don't know. So I don't cool. even know how it grows. <laughs> I assume in the ground. Yeah, but I don't know if it's like a tree or <laughs> if it's like a a... I nailed it.
0: It's got like, to have like a pit or like some seeds or Listen something. Listen to the fruit. end of the episode
2: when you find out how much we know about plants. Plants and or food. Yeah. Very true. Uh, uh, let's
1: let's rate Letter Jam on a scale of 1 to 10, not using 7. How many mint jams would you give Letter Jam Mark? 1 out of 10, not using 7. Sorry, it's been a little bit. Yeah. 1 J- out of 10. Yeah. I think it was mint jelly, if mint we're jelly. being honest. Mint can't be a jam.
2: If it has chunks of mint leaf in it, is it now like, considered a jam? Yeah, but
1: I don't think that's a thing. That's
0: also disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea of just real chunky mint jam. <laughs> just like chunks of leaf. Just like like is stems this? and stuff in there too.
2: <laughs> you eat it. You look like you ate a pile of spinach. <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: uh, I will give Letter Jam an eight out of ten. I like this game a lot. It's got. A, I I love word games in general. He said he knew I was gonna like I it. I knew you were gonna like it. Yeah, I'm a big fan, and it's um, it's a cool game that you could easily bring to the table for groups of people who aren't super into heavy board games. Yeah, it's um, so very approachable, quick and easy to learn, and it's cool to see how bad you messed up your word at the end of the round. Yeah, it is, and that's the thing we went around like person to person. Every person like flipped their letters over, and then you're like, "Oh, I'm a dummy." <laughs> that, that was my experience at least. Oh, <laughs> and I would say, pro tip: if you are going to be giving hints, use words that your friends would know. Oh, you yeah. mean like not turn yeah. the bird? Turn yeah, yeah the, maybe don't. That turned the bird. If I could, I would love to have
2: that one back. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. Let me tell you, as someone who was so confused for so long, I even came up with turn and said, no, no one would ever use turn because it's not helpful. Yeah, I I would though. It was not. But it was a mark. And so I should have suspected. I know. I should. Yeah. And at Uh, some point that's on me. I know him. I know who he is as a person. And I should have
0: suspected it. I'm an obscure person and we know that Dave uh, is chaos. Dave's got chaos brain. it's at
2: hard. least I looked up and made sure I never spelled anything wrong. It's
1: very guys. true it's after after being so long it's hard to blame someone for just being themselves yeah yeah it's, but I at, will at
0: some point it's got to be my own fault but I've it been, was not this, <laughs> time. Yeah, this I've, time. Been, I've been I've been just sitting in my apartment slowly distilling to the yeah. most perfect <laughs> form of myself.
2: Sitting in your own juices. That's <laughs> right.
0: <sorry>. Just steeping. <laughs> uh,
2: you're like a crockpot of a human. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Like, so you listen, you cook balsamic glaze, you get balsamic glaze. That's all I know to it. what that means. I don't know <laughs> what it means, Dan. I'm weird. I'm weird. <laughs> Dave, score the game, please. Oh, uh, I, yeah. Adam, Dave,
1: Letter Jam, 1 to 10, not using 7, how much bent jelly would you give Letter
2: Jam? I have to preface this by saying I'm usually not that into word games in general because I cannot spell for the yeah. life of me. And so word games end up being slightly frustrating to me, and I constantly have to stop and look up how you spell things. Mm-hmm. But I did enjoy playing it. I enjoyed the puzzle of trying to figure out what your friends are spelling for you. Because at the end of the day, it's not just trying to figure out the word. You're trying to figure out what that person's word is. Right. That, what would they give to you? And that was fun. Not good at it. I failed at it pretty badly, but it was an enjoyable thing. So I go six. I think this game is above yeah. average. It was fun. It was approachable. It was easy to teach. But it's just not my cup of Earl Grey tea. Cup there of There you go. boy. Also, uh, mint jelly, I rank that one out of 10 because mint is gross. Checks out. it out. I like mint, but the mint jelly look disgusting. <laughs>
0: well, um, you buckle up. I'm going to get a jar. Yeah, I mean, I'll try it. That's yeah, fine. Dave's, I like, I like mint. Rub it all in your face, Dave.
2: <laughs> what is it, Vicks Vapor Rub now? Uh, yeah, it's going to go <laughs> on gonna your, your chest. <laughs> it's going to clear your breathing passages <laughs> <You're> right <laughs> up. Chest so you can sleep at night.
0: That's going to be so sticky and gross. Oh, um, <laughs> so I'm going
1: to score a <laughs> letter jam, one out of 10, not using seven. How much mint jelly would I give it? I'm going to give it an eight also. And a lot of times if I don't like I was not good at this game by no stretch of the, <laughs> if any means. Uh, normally, if I'm just really, really terrible at a game, I tend to score it lower. But I actually had a really good time at this playing this. So I'm going to give it an eight also because I think there's a lot of potential there, too. For the more you play it the more comfortable you'll get with mm-hmm. it and hopefully you'll understand the clue givers clues better
2: well even the second game we played i did better than the first one
1: yeah me too yeah the first game was like a just, oh, like just a trash I don't, <laughs> yeah. even, I don't think any of us really you got know, what any was of happening <laughs> we're so bad <laughs> it was <at> really <laughs> embarrassing for me so yeah that's letter jam from uh check games edition uh, the next game we played is actually the hotness right now. Oh, is it? Yeah, it is. Uh, I it, I
2: would think it'd be the coldness. It's I don't I don't want to do that. Um,
1: <laughs> but you get what I'm saying. I, I get it. I hate it. Uh, we played <laughs> we played the crew quest for Planet Nine. So Dave made a space joke. So this in this game the crew it's a co op trick-taking game, which mm-hmm. is pretty unique mm-hmm. in its own. With the crew, there is four different colors, and they go from one to nine. And then there is four rocket cards or five rocket There's cards? There's four, because they only go one to four. Yeah, four rocket cards, which are the take-all cards. They are the big cards. Yeah, if you, know, I just try not to use it. Um <laughs> You know what? Now I get it. Now I, yeah. see, now I see what I've done. Um, Ten so, years
2: ago, when I was playing Spades, I didn't think about that. No clue. Yeah. <laughs> so so that's a good, that's a good preface,
1: though, so Dave if you've played a game like Spades... Or any trick-taking game that's an actual card game: Spades, to, to a point, Hearts, Spades, I think came hearts, yeah. hearts, yeah.
2: Is hearts is less helpful, but helpful. Spades is helpful because it's, it's also team teams. Game. Yeah. So mm-hmm. like, Spades is half co-op because yeah. it's two people versus two other people.
1: Yeah. It's a competition game, but you have a partner. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so in the crew, it's a story-driven, quote-unquote-driven game. There's yeah, it's like got 50, some flavor. Yeah. There's like 50 missions. So in this, you are a crew. Uh, there's
0: 50 missions,
1: something like that. We yeah. Did there's a three. lot. Three. We. we didn't we did we did two, two and, and then, then played the, the third, third one <laughs> over, 700 times yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah <laughs> so uh the crew you're looking for planet nine so the way this game works is if the three of us are playing mm-hmm. uh there's a the full deck of cards that we that we just explained with the four colors and then there's a mini deck with all the same colors minus the rockets and colors and numbers mm-hmm. so you're going to flip one of those mini cards up in front of the captain and the captain has to take that card in a trick. So if I get the green five, I have to take the green five. So the easiest way to do that is if I have, I don't know, a higher green card. (laughs) Yeah, If you have the green nine, this is going to be simple. Yeah, I just Mm -hmm. take the trick, and now we've won. The game stops instantly, you win. If someone else takes the green five, you instantly lose. Now, this is public knowledge. We all know that Dan needs to take that card. The green five, yep. You can never talk about what's in your hand. The only Mm -hmm. clue you can give is placing a card from your hand down in front of you, and then there's like a little space helmet. Mm -hmm. And if you put it at the top of the card, that means that's your highest of that color. If you put it in the middle of the card, that's your only of that color and if you put it on the bottom that's the lowest of your color so that could actually tell you more than one thing oh yeah that's a lot of good useful information so we we did okay on that and then the second one is like if mark's the captain he gets one card and then dave gets a card Mm -hmm. and so that's fine then they have to take those cards it starts getting tricky once you get these little numbers let's say dave's the captain now and i'm the second in Commander, or whatever. So Dave, you're gets number a, one. I'm number. Yeah. You're the first mate. I'm the first mate. <laughs> so Dave gets a card. I get a card. Dave gets the number one next to his card. I get the number two, meaning Dave has to take his card first, mm-hmm. and then I have to take my card. And then this game continues to get like harder and harder as it goes along with more and more rules, way harder things. I think two after that one is like the captain discusses with everyone after they get their hands how they feel about their hands. And then whoever, I guess, feels the worst about their hand, they are sick and they're not allowed to take any tricks throughout the whole thing, <laughs> which, is, which is which is so funny. Hard. So they just add more and more stuff. It's funny because Dave and I picked this up really quick. Like Dave and I have played a lot of spades, not together, but we've played a lot yeah. of spades in mm-hmm. our life. Yeah. In our so past. we're used to. Yeah. So we're used to playing trick taking games and, and just kind of understand that term of thinking Mark and Amber, not so never. much. And,
2: and Candy has Candy. never played a trick taking yeah. game in her life. Never, ever
0: played spades. Never, ever played hearts. Had no idea what was going on for the first three or four hands
2: which from a reviewing a game perspective was actually really good right Mm -hmm. because we came at this this game from such a completely different point of view because if you've played spades then you understand that when it comes to trick-taking games with a partner there is actually a lot of very deep strategy mm-hmm. to a game like that. And it seems so simple at its surface because it's just like, ah, I hope you get high cards and good luck, everyone. Yeah, but there's but so many not. other ways to get mm-hmm. the there's cards. So, and there's so much strategy when you can play off another player on top of it, yeah. when you're setting each other up because you intuit what they probably want you to do. Yeah. And it's funny
1: because like a marker, Amber or Candy would do something that is not... Advisable. Advisable. <laughs> <Yeah>. Right. <laughs> yeah. Not dumb you because it. you don't, you don't, yeah, you don't yeah, know. Yeah. 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 But But, like, yeah, just not the best play that you could have made. Mm -hmm. And Dave and I were kind of, like, look at each other and be like, okay, like. I guess we have
2: to work our way around our own. Yeah, like, and then at the end, like,
1: maybe you shouldn't have done that. You should have done this. And
0: if you don't know, it's hard to understand. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was always really good to have you guys sort of, like, break down where it went wrong. Yeah. I feel like I was starting to get it at the end of the game. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Uh, And it was nice just to have, like, okay, all right, here's where this broke down. Like, you should have played, like, a seven or lower here. Because Dave had the nine, and then. Yeah, it was. It's just like learning how to play the and game. And honestly, like it was the same thing with me when I, I learned to play spades in the Marine Corps. And those
1: guys don't have pity. So if you <laughs> like, if you make a dumb move, like they let you know in mm-hmm. non too friendly terms. And it's hard to find a partner if you're like really terrible at the game. I'm just used to thinking like that. But honestly, like once you once it clicks, mm-hmm. like it all changes. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh my gosh, now I totally get it. And both you and Amber were getting it. And Candy wanted
2: nothing to do with it. <laughs> no, she well, she also yeah. showed up. After we had been playing probably a, like five while. or six hands, yeah, absolutely. And then she mm-hmm. tried to get into it, having never played a trick-taking game, yeah. and she was so lost. Yeah, it did not go well. She uh, she would rank this game a one because she hated it. Never wants to play. Again. Yeah, she's going to. Yeah, she doesn't have say in it. She doesn't uh. have a say. It's nice that she thinks she does. It's that's what happens
0: when you sign on for better or for worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. This is it. one of your four worst situations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the crew.
2: This is the worst.
3: This
1: is worst.
2: <laughs> Sorry for your luck. I enjoy it. Yeah, better right. for me, worse for you, and that's what that phrase is talking about. <laughs> <Yes>. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. Mark, Mark, what did you think about this game? Because you, again, you haven't played a lot of trick-taking games. Yeah,
0: like it was very frustrating to start again because, sure. like, I didn't understand the strategy and, like, I didn't have enough information on how the game should be working to fully intuit what the best move is. Um, I will say like with anything, repetition and practice is key. Like mm-hmm. you just get better and you kind of start to unlock like, okay, here's what I should be doing in this situation. I'm trying yeah. to bleed my card of other suits so that I can then use my rocket card to exactly. win the trick. I will say that having the rockets as a Trump suit was, like, super great. Really appreciative. I really enjoyed the ability to give you guys pieces of information with the token. Yeah. Yeah, yeah um, I thought that was cool. And, like, knowing when to deploy that information is, like, critical. Like, mm-hmm. a couple times Amber waited to deploy the information. And, like, I, I preferred to just, like, get my information out in the open. Like, if we knew that somebody needed to win a card, I would put my little token on that card to let you guys know that I have it. Yeah. So you would have to like work around it. And Amber was a lot more patient, I think, with her use of the clues. And that's like, especially in, in spades, like you could have a
1: really strong or really weak hand if you have all of one suit. Mm-hmm. Like if you have a ton of one suit, uh, that tells you so much information and it could put you in the control of the game. Mm-hmm. So if I know- If you can take control. If you can take control. But, but so then once if you, you don't, yeah, if, oh. yeah, then you're gonna be stuck with all those cards. <laughs> so if I can, if I had a lot of green cards, and I know that Dave needs a yellow or whatever. And I had that yellow. I can play green cards until I can see he doesn't have any green cards left. And then I just throw the yellow card down. Mm-hmm. And then he could just take it with a rock if he has a rocket, mm-hmm. hopefully. That's the other thing. There's so few rockets that it's hard to tell. But... Yeah.
0: You can't really bank on the rockets to be yeah. there. I thought it was like really tight, like a really nicely designed game. And um, it
2: plays very quickly, too. Like it's one of those games where you immediately want to go, ah, oh, we lost. Oh, let's try again. Yeah. yeah absolutely. It was
0: very bingeable. Like it, mm-hmm. it felt a lot like the mind. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Something. You just play again and again and again, Mm -hmm. and you want to learn and get it right. I would would advise that if you don't have someone in your gaming group that understands the the strategy of playing a trick-taking game, at least at minimum, something like Spades, a team-based trick-taking game, it's going to be really tough for you. Yeah, mm-hmm. because without that that background of knowledge, like Mark was saying, we would break down. Well, here is the strategy behind what we could have done mm-hmm. to better uh, have won yeah. this round.
0: Do be willing to spend some time breaking down, like, okay, here's this like, is what just you, for the next time a similar situation like comes up mm-hmm. like this. Like now, now at that point, like, okay, I have some sort of context for what you guys sort of expect me to do, right? And like that's how like the teamwork yeah. kind and, of and try to be together. patient mm-hmm.
1: when you're explaining stuff oh, like that. Oh like, yeah, for sure. Like, like you, we're not gonna with Mark we're gonna explain it to him but we're not gonna do it in the nicest
0: way like we're gonna oh yeah I I mean honestly if you did I'd be be like alarmed I'd be like what sort of I'm gonna talk to Mark different than I'm gonna talk (laughs) to Amber (laughs) Or, or
1: or Candy yeah I'm gonna go like listen, you idiot. Like what, <laughs> this is what you should've done. And then if Amber like listen, babe, you like this is maybe a better way. Like next time do it how you want, but next time maybe yeah, yeah, do it yeah. like so this. So we
2: have hey dum dum. Yeah, and, you stupid idiot. And, hey love of hey love of my life. <laughs> yeah, well she can
1: kill me in my sleep. Mark can't just get in my house. That's true. <laughs> i'll help you
2: break in mark thanks (laughs) we're gonna jimmy a lock and then get shot it's not that hard yeah that would be my biggest advice if you don't have someone in your group who understands how to play some form of a team-based trick-taking game already you are going to struggle you're gonna have a real tough time with this if you do you're gonna succeed especially if you're teaching and and willing to calmly and carefully explain to people the strategy behind it so i learned spades unlike dan I learned spades my, on a cruise. My grandparents took me on with nothing but old people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, Considerably um, different situations. Yeah, they were much kinder, but not as kind as you'd think they <laughs> should be. Uh, they were pretty competitive about it. I guarantee that if I sat down with them and I handed them this game, they would think it was easy. Yeah. Just like what all of us on the same team, and they would just tear through this game without too much of an issue like very advanced levels before they start to struggle with it yeah um because shockingly enough there is a lot of strategy to it i say if you are
1: patient and you've never played a trick-taking game get this game because yeah after you start mm-hmm. playing it you'll get that like aha moment and that could be like super rewarding like mm-hmm. oh my yeah. gosh i totally just figured this out <laughs> yeah it,
0: it felt great one of the last games we played where we just buzzed to the two rounds like mm-hmm. with no problem I was yeah. Like, Hey, we totally get it now. Yeah, and then we lost the third. Round. But- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. tough
1: though. It's tough, like getting things in order. It, I mean, that's a whole new twist, and it's just hard to do sometimes. And again, like a lot of it's based on the card you get. And there was a couple times where I would get a hand, and I was like totally useless for everyone mm-hmm. to help anyone else. Like I just didn't have the cards. There was so even just-
2: one situation where we dealt out what everyone needed to, what uh, card oh, everyone yeah. needed to take for the trick, and we looked at what it was, and we went. This isn't possible. It yeah. doesn't matter what's in anyone's hand. Yeah, this isn't possible. Just the possible. way it was set up. Mm. We couldn't get it. There is a, a level where you just go, ah, whatever, redeal. like just let's yeah, just start yeah. over. and like in a minute well, you're fine. playing again.
0: Yeah, yeah like, it's what just are the not a the uh, chances? I was like, the, the chances of that <laughs> happening were so alarmingly slim. It was that amazing. I was, like, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. So let's rate uh, the crew quest for Planet
1: Nine. <laughs> Do You want info? Oh yeah. I'm sorry. I love giving you. info. Don't worry. Despite about it. you having a stack
0: of papers, I've got it. four, Odd. four pieces of paper tonight, gentlemen. Would not believe the research that went into this episode. Mark Hayes, the crew. That's what I've learned. The crew. Quest for Planet 9 published by Cosmos Games they direct, uh, they released a game also called Targi never heard of it. I've heard of that. Have you? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know got what nothing. it's about. but <laughs> Yeah, me either. I've done seen it. Uh, it was designed by a gentleman named Thomas Singh. Cool. Uh, he's a German designer who oh. also designed a game called Kribbeln, and also he's a composer of oh, classical really? music. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's dope. He's yeah. a savant. Yeah, He's, he's a modern uh, renaissance man. Mm, good for him. Yeah. Not like us yokels. <laughs> <laughs> he's like Mozart with meeples. Uh, the <laughs> art was done by Marco Armbruster, and he this is his first game this is the first oh, game that well, he's ever done congratulations so yeah. you yeah. made an you excellent game it. Yeah, you've made an excellent Good game job, man I wonder it. if
2: he like spent a lot of time playing something like spades and then was like you know what would be fun if this was full co-op how yeah. would that work and then he did it like he figured he out, it. out and, out. It. Mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. funny
1: make... like the rule book the front is the rules and then you flip it over and the back is like these missions and there's like a little flavor in each mission they're all funny like it, yeah. it's a pretty funny game yeah uh, alright let right, let's, let's do the crew quest for planet 9 1 to 10 not using 7 how many
0: How many people? sweets? How many sweets? <laughs> how many sweets? <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Throwback.
1: That's, a, that's a throwback. We got through that whole thing. We I know. I'm shocked.
0: It. I almost did it just, you know. But just then, to do it? Yeah. Uh, so all right,
2: I'd Dave, how
1: many, out. A one to ten, not using seven, how many sweets would you give the crew? Uh,
2: this game is a solid nine to me. Mm-hmm. I really, really enjoyed this game and I enjoyed Spades a lot um, when I was taught it and then playing it since. Uh, but the fact that it took a game that is already very fun and then made it full co-op mm-hmm. just killed it for me i really enjoyed this game the only real knock that i had was just it is a little frustrating for people who have never played a trick-taking game to try to wrap their mind around this one yeah and i totally understand that i get why candy never wants to play yeah. again it's one of those
1: things where like you can know the rules but knowing how to play the game is different <laughs> than yeah. what than knowing all the very rules. much yeah. so. that is very true uh yeah so nine for dave huh uh the crew quest for planet nine on a scale of 1 to 10, not using 9, how, or <laughs> just kidding, not using 7, how, how many sweets would I give it? I'm going to give it a 9 too. I actually really enjoy this, and I'm coming from the same place, Dave. Like I really like Spades. I haven't played it in years, but this kind of scratches that itch. And being mm-hmm. full co-op, it, it just adds a little bit. And then each little mission gets a little tweak to it. it phenomenal for me. I, I really, really liked it. I, the components are fine, like regular yeah, card it's cards. Like, it, Yeah, it's not Yeah, it's nothing to call home about but but i get her to nine mark the crew quest for planet nine, one, to se- one to ten not using seven how many sweets out of that would you give <laughs>
0: You know, if you'd asked me after three hands of this game, I would have said, like, a four or a five. Not a fan. Um, But after, like, you hit that magical moment where everything just sort of clicks, Mm -hmm. and it's like, oh, I get it now. Mm. That game, like, rocketed up to an eight. Because, I mean, it was like, I want to keep going until we get It's so satisfying. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It really is. Yeah. Uh, So, it definitely gets an eight sweets out of ten from me. I mean, we fully think people should get this game i
1: think it's i really do uh i got it is so it's kind of hit or miss to get right now it's like sold out a lot but it's like twenty bucks if you could find it. So you said it was hot. People like this. Real hot now.
0: Mm. It's like the hot
2: <laughs> Well, if it's the it's hot it's so notes. fresh right now. Yeah, it's, it's a so
0: shining right star <laughs> in the black cosmos of the galaxy. Oh, that
2: Cosmos Nine. It's so hot right now.
0: Oh. <laughs> uh, yep. So the last game we played this week was
1: um, Abomination: Era Frankenstein. I think it's pronounced the hair of the hair of Frankenstein. The hair of Frankenstein. <laughs> the
3: hair of Frankenstein.
1: <laughs> so in the hair in the hair of Frankenstein. <laughs> you, uh, you dig?
2: Uh, through Frankenstein's hair. Yeah, you, are, you are a monkey.
1: You dig through his hair and you eat his lice.
2: Yeah, <laughs> That's, that's um, a victory point generation mechanic. That's oh, so weird. <laughs> I didn't expect it at all. <laughs> none is, of what we've just said is true no, or has anything to do with the game. Yeah, I give it a seven. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: in Abomination, uh, the backstory to this is Frankenstein's monster. This is years past him being created, but he's tired of being alone. So he is somehow employed through blackmail or pay or whatever these scientists to make him someone he could be pals with
2: yeah he wants it's the bride of frankenstein or maybe the groom of frankenstein yeah, whoever it depends what monster mm-hmm. part you pick out of the he's bag he's not picky no he
1: just wants to hang out he with wants somebody.
2: another stein yeah he wants to grow the stein family <laughs> what about ben stein yeah, yeah. yeah. well ben where stein. is his wow. money <laughs> The problem is that he's got dry eyes all the time, he and he's tired of hearing eyes. about it. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> I, figure, I feel like that's the best Stein to be. <laughs> dry like, if, if your choice is like, re, like reconstructed dead body parts Frankenstein, mm. or it's dry eyes Ben Stein. What about a Bueller? Oh, Ferris, Ferris Bueller's, Bueller's, ben Bueller's ben Stein. Stein. I kind of like that, too. I ben mean, Stein's <laughs> money. Win Ben Stein's money.
2: Frankenstein. Right. Good show. Frankenstein. 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 Frankenstein.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. He's the first guy I ever saw wear uh, like sh- tennis shoes with a suit. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. And like, he pulls it off. He, he's fresh. Yeah, I like it. Ben Stein. I haven't heard anything about it's him. It's really in a weird because occasionally, like, I didn't. I only knew him as the guy from Ferris Bueller to stay off and uh, win Ben Stein's money. Mm-hmm. And then he showed up as a pundit one day on like Fox News <laughs> he's or whatever. Actually and I was real like, smart. Really? What? He's an economist too? That, oh, <laughs> yeah. that makes so much sense. Okay. Um, no wonder he sounds so bored all the
1: time. <laughs> <laughs> So, them pork bellies. <laughs> yes. So <laughs> Abomination, Heir of Ben Stein play you said Air Air <laughs> You. Uh, so you're in paris in the 19 or 18 somethings yeah something
2: like that it's not a
1: modern game it is no. not a modern game so you, it is steampunk though. you play a scientist and you are looking for parts of bodies mm-hmm. and bone and blood or animal parts in order to <laughs> mash that all together to make yourself your own frankenstein monster the way you do this is uh, you place your workers. You have a scientist and you have some little... He's uh, got minions. Minions. Yeah. (laughs) That's what I call them. uh, Assistants that you send out into the city and you can get body parts through nefarious ways or you can pay to get some from the hospital. Or There's a ton of different places to go on this map. Yeah. So, the, one of the cool things I actually liked about this game is when you are placing, sometimes you're doing, stu- like, I don't know, murder in the street to get some fresh body parts. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that is
2: a space that you can go to. Murder in the back alley, yeah, baby. But you can't yep. send a minion for that. You do that yourself. You do it yourself. And you get the freshest body parts. Oh, the freshest. It also costs you pieces
1: of your humanity. And that's the thing I love. Like, your humanity can go down because you are just a jerk. But there's ways to atone for that. You can go to church. You can volunteer at the hospital. You can get people off of death row.
0: You can get people off of death row. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So there's all kinds of things to it. Because much like everyone knows, humanity and morality is just a scale. You give a little, you get a little. (laughs) I hate it. (laughs) Uh, So... (laughs) (laughs) So in this game, there's the big board that's Paris
1: that's shared by everyone. Then everybody has their own laboratory board and you have these three dials. And it's your humanity, your reputation, and your Your brain. Your brain. Intellect. Like how smart, how good of a scientist. Expertise. How good of a scientist you are. So these dials, as you get farther up on the dials, you get more workers. You get better dice later in the game. You get um, victory points for the end of the game. You're going out. You're collecting these pieces. They're represented by cubes, organs, bones, whatever.
2: And they're just colored cubes, which that was one of the only things that I wish was different in this game from a components perspective. I don't like know. Like it was very easy. It was very easy yeah. to figure out what was what, but I wish that it was like little brains and little livers. Yeah, and I, I get why it's not, yeah, but I, I don't want it overproduced it though. I don't no. want the game to be like five hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I
1: get that. You get these cubes and as the game goes on, think like viticulture with your wine getting yeah, aged. Very much so. So are your organs <laughs> the, the and same everything. What to your body it's like for they're getting worse instead <laughs> yeah. of getting better. Mm-hmm. But you can buy an ice cube to you keep them You can buy an fresh. ice cube to keep them cold household you have this little cheat sheet that tells you exactly how smart you have to be to make an arm then you have to have certain parts to make that arm then you get a little cardboard arm you put
2: it on your sheet and then you're on your way oh yeah it's a worker placement game and the worker placement aspect of it is very intuitive after like one round yeah and yeah th- and then on top of that I would say that it's less thinking because there's just less moving parts than something like viticulture right mm-hmm. I picked it up much faster and I found myself just not thinking nearly as hard about your decisions because most of them are like well I need body parts I need to get some bone <laughs> yeah I yeah. gotta get and some there's blood like, <laughs> there's like
1: five or six places to get it some more nefarious than others and and like any worker placement game another person can take up a spot but they do this cool bump system that you can bump someone off the spot and they go on this bump track and then you have to pay them when you bump when they get bumped
2: and they mm-hmm. can bump you right back but they gotta pay you and sometimes more <sighs> and, but you can only bump a certain amount of times based on player count so it's not like if you have tons of money you can just forever bump Right. and you don't get the character like the worker you don't get it back if you get bumped it just right. goes to the bumped track yeah so it's not like you could just sit there and go back and forth and do an action a dozen times or something yeah
0: yeah super elegant way of doing that mm, thing. Yeah, I, I really it. liked it. the other thing i thought was really slick about this game is the way uh first player gets handed off yeah Absolutely. Um, there's like a little space on the board where if you put your little meeple on there basically guarantees you the first player for the next turn which could be super useful if you mm-hmm. need to get over to the morgue mm-hmm. get some of that human arm yeah and then you get to place that meeple yeah <laughs> human, human arm. arm I don't Perfect. know I just, yeah very specific excellent one. description yeah <laughs> uh, yeah they and
1: and after you place that meeple after everybody else is placed you get to use that meeple so yeah. it, you don't lose them like, and
0: if there's one thing I know if you got a spare meeple you got a place to give blood <laughs> you gotta you can get that blood
2: making my minions give blood yeah. or donate blood to me was my favorite yeah, yeah. So sit down in this chair okay. I just wanna talk to you you'll, for a moment you'll be fine i i really like the work you've been doing Uh, sir what's that knife for here's a cookie yeah a cookie and some juice yeah (laughs) sit here for three hours
1: (laughs) the art on the game is amazing like everything looks really really good Mm -hmm. um and the components are really nice the uh, the cool thing about the body parts is one side is all uh, muscle and tissue and -hmm. then when you apply the skin which is like a next step You flip it over, and all the arms and legs and everything and the heads look a little different. Yeah, Yeah, They all clearly mismatched. (laughs) All awful. Well,
2: because you've gotten some from the cemetery Mm -hmm. and some from that guy they decapitated in the town square and some from the hospital that you paid a guy at the docks to go rob the hospital for you. Mm
3: -hmm. And
1: then you
2: just murdered for the foot. Yeah,
0: you got to listen. It's fresh. The foot is the freshest.
2: You see those calves? Come on, man. (laughs) Oh, my monster having small
0: calves.
2: (laughs) I liked, too, that every body part technically has three stages to it like Mm -hmm. so you make the body part so early game you're really in the bone game you need a lot of bone fragments to make Mm -hmm. your body parts second half of the game you're sort of don't care about bone and all because now you're trying to put flesh on it you need more blood than bone Mm -hmm. Uh, and then lastly you of course need jars full of lightning so that you can animate each individual portion of your corpse and Mm -hmm. so like that's the progression of the game you start by trying to get smart enough to make stuff. As you make stuff, you get even smarter and then you cover it in skin and then you electrocute it. In Dan's case, you barbecue it. Yeah. You fry it up real good. That, <laughs> I also like, had that experience yeah. too. That's like one of the
1: few things, because you have so much control over what you're doing the whole game, mm-hmm. and then towards the end, you roll these dice to see if your part comes alive and you have like no control over it. There's like a little tiny bit of mitigation that you can get from these cards, mm-hmm. but even then, it's like a re-roll. It's not a success yeah so that's like my biggest complaint like so dave's first role he got like three alive. yeah it was fantastic and my first one i got like five lightning bolts which is like <laughs> just you, fries my guy yeah, yeah. and it, there's like nothing to it so it's so frustrating like you can
0: do all this to set yourself up perfect then you roll some dice and you're like, oh crap. Yeah, I had that very same, that was going to be one of my major complaints about the game was at the very end of the game, you know, everyone's, it's a a literal mad dash to get as much of your body alive as it can. Absolutely. And I just totally blanked on two rolls and like, I went from having like a possibility of my entire monster alive Mm -hmm. to like just having an arm and a leg and it was just crushing because you work hard all game long to get this monster put together and then with a couple bad rolls it all just kind of falls apart. Oh yeah,
2: and my last. Roll I rolled and it was atrocious. And I used the one card I had to reroll all the dice and I rolled yeah, flawlessly. For, yeah, it was mm-hmm. like four successes and yeah. I finished his
1: monster yeah. form, which Completely. essentially ends it won the me the game. game. Yeah, it absolutely won me the game. Like, I have a couple complaints about the game. I, I actually really, really like this game. I had
2: a ton of fun <laughs> playing and yeah. building your monster is so cool and it's flipping the body so parts cool.
1: and yeah, collecting the pieces. And there's so much theme in the game. The game's mm-hmm.
0: like so, so thick. Mm-hmm. With yeah, theme. we didn't even talk about the story things. We're like, oh, you yeah, yeah, the story bits on top where like the first person whoever takes the first player token reads the card out loud sometimes unless it's like a choice that they get yeah. to make so, and it's, then...
1: so there's two types of cards and there's a ton of these cards so you don't use them all in the same in one game so they the games are all different so there's event cards and then there's basically Frankenstein threatening you cards and, <laughs> and a lot of times it's like first player's choice pick somebody or it would be like Person with the least humanity, or something like that, and then they get a choice, and you read like a little story excerpt from the back of the book, which is really cool. Yeah, it's like such a cool
2: thing that I've never seen in a game mm-hmm. like this. Like, a, like, a, this. like a, yeah, like Arabian Nights. That's the entire that's game. the game, and it's a blast. But right. it's not. You know what? I need to stop referencing games that we haven't reviewed on the podcast. I feel right. like that's not fair of me. Yeah, that game is a blast. Also, but we'll review. We'll review. Mm-hmm. It. We'll
1: review it. <laughs> I hate to say because I feel like really nitpicky because I actually really really like this game. But th- there's a couple other things like in the late game, if you have all your meeples, sometimes you run out of stuff to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and I don't know if that's good or bad. You run out of spaces, you can't bump anyone else. And then, like, there's always stuff you can do. You can always give blood and stuff, there's always stuff to do. But sometimes you
2: just, like, run out of stuff and especially at the very end if you've got your entire monster both built and then covered in skin right then literally all you can do is try to zap it alive like that is it and with the rest of your meeples like body parts aren't worth points like nothing Mm -hmm. is worth points at the end i guess you could technically generate points by getting body parts and selling them yeah but that's like a whole round different well actually no that's money and money is not points
1: no it can be it depends the victory point tokens if you have the most money at the end of the game you would get 10 extra points which Mm -hmm. could be a lot could Win the game, yeah. It's like that, and it can be a little long, like the higher player count. Of course, it's going to go longer, yeah. It does run a couple games, a couple rounds longer, and there is ways to push it forward faster. Like, you could start in round three or whatever instead of round one, Mm -hmm. and that'll speed it up. But it does run a little long, but like everything with the board, the components are all great. Like, the gameplay itself is really great with a few exceptions that mm-hmm. we mentioned. But, I, I mean, I really like the
0: game. It's just, like, yeah. a couple things. It's, it's got a lot of flavor. It's got a yeah. really interesting, cool theme. Oh, man, I was re- so repulsed when I flipped my head over. <laughs> yeah. like when I finally got skin on that head and I saw what it looked like, I was like, oh, my God. And that's, I
2: clearly had a lady's head on a de- gentleman's body. <laughs> and that's,
1: like, my favorite part. Like, you're just giving someone, like, when someone gives me the muscle body part, I don't look at the other side. No, it down no, I, I wanted to be a surprise. Like, Yeah, yeah. And, and it's really cool how they do everything. Like, how you are you feel like a scientist, like going out and getting these body parts, mm-hmm. like through nefarious ways or whatever. Yeah, I'm going
2: to go give a lecture <laughs> at town hall so I can get some more reputation. Right. Yeah. That way I can go to the hospital and steal bodies. Exactly. <laughs> now I can steal more bodies because I'm more famous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, he's a, it's probably for some scientific experiment. Yeah, don't worry he's about fine. it.
0: It's fine. Yeah, the only other two other complaints I, I could possibly think about this game some player powers are more oh, powerful than true. others. Mm. Yeah, some are think, useless. Yeah. Like, I had one, my character basically, whenever he got bumped from the academy like he would gain reputation mm-hmm. It but like, never happened. It never happened. Not a single time. Yeah. You know, there's like four spots at the academy to go to. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it'd be different if there were like two. Then the chances of you getting bumped are like slightly higher. Yeah. Um, and then the only other thing is the component count of the cubes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That was, I forgot about this. That was such an issue because we ran out of cubes. It, and, we ran out of bones. This and it a, should
1: never have happened. So this is a four-player game. In your space where you can store bones, there's a max of 12. So you know that there should never be more than 48 bones used in a game. So that means you so, should have... 48 uh, white Give cubes. me forty-eight white cubes <laughs> so that everybody could be maxed out because we had to replace a bunch for. Yeah.
2: And I understand that like that might be a nitpicky thing, but it was shocking how annoying that yeah, was. It was annoying, well, especially
0: because like you get to the point where if you run out of spaces at the store, you can't sell those bones, so they just sit in your bone pile. Right. You get bones with almost everything too, so yeah. you're like
1: trying to get other body parts. Sometimes but you're it's, getting all, more it's bones. only sometimes it's mostly bones. Yeah. If you go to the graveyard, yeah. you can get all, bodies with all bones. Like yeah. That's well, I mean, it <laughs> makes sense. Though. Like, listen, yeah. I get it. I get it. I'm not too, complaining. But like.
0: What am I going to do with all these bones? I don't have a dog. <laughs> <laughs> I can overlook
1: all this stuff because I like the game so much. Oh, for sure. This isn't a super heavy game. This is along the lines of Viticulture and uh, mm-hmm. pret and and It's like right in that. Like mm-hmm. it's a medium weight worker placement Absolutely. Game, with, which I love.
2: With tons of theme. Tons of theme. So great.
1: Yeah. That's the only like worker placement games I want to play. Which is a lie. I'll play them all. But <laughs> let's talk about scores for Abomination. Oh, you want some information? Oh my gosh. Yeah, I got you. Time. Sorry. It's Man, okay. It's, it's only three we've out of only, three. <laughs> we've only done 28 of I these. I asked him Letter Jam <laughs> if he had information and
0: then I stopped. And uh, then he's just like, nah. All right. Abomination, the heir of Frankenstein was published in 2019. <laughs> the heir of Benstein was published in 2019 <laughs> by our friends at Plaid Hat Games. They also to release Dead of Winter and Stuffed Fables, they had a ton of games. There. I Cloud love hat games Stuffed a Fables. Of games.
2: I really did. I understand it was a little childish, but man, I like it. It was that all game. the way childish. It was a, it was, yeah, <laughs> it was a child's <laughs> <Yeah>. game. <laughs> but I still liked it. It's
0: still fun. Yeah. Um. It was designed by Dan Blanchett. This is the Blanchett, Blanchett I think. Blanchett. I think so. Yep. That's two T's. That changes the way the E it's, sounds. It's Kate sure. Winslet. I just know. <laughs> <laughs> See, so yeah, Dan Blanchett. Guess, this dude, is uh Yeah. <laughs> Dan Blanchett. This is his first game. So congratulations Great game Hey great man game. Good on you uh, And the art was uh, done by Mikhail Palomarchuk. This is his first game Well he did awesome art Yeah and he yep. was great
2: in Community Uh huh This is Joel Mikhail
0: Okay I see Am I the I, one who went...
2: made a pop culture reference That Mark didn't immediately I think up? so Because was a I...
0: television reference though Mark's oh, more, oh, he's more obscure about... movies did, First off Would Community make me angry? Uh no Then it's I didn't fun... watch it
2: <laughs> Second off, I would refer to it as a TV show and not the cinema. So Mark's not interested. The <laughs> cinema. That's, That's true. me. I only watch the
0: cinema. The cinema. When I go home and I watch the cinema, yeah. I have like a little scarf that I like. I, I like when, <laughs> when you say the cinema, you blink really hard. <laughs> the cinema. cinema. I was like, whoa. It was unconscious.
2: Yeah. I didn't even mean to do it. Uh, also, uh, it's because I can't even look at us. It was so pretty. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I
0: just couldn't. I couldn't. <laughs> I can't bear the sight of <laughs> you, long girl cinema uh and then uh also tony Stark gave uh, tony stark yeah, Tony Stark, iron man oh, oh should i not have added him oh, can't no say spoiler man. yeah <laughs> <laughs> not now uh, he know. was also a contributing artist uh he said he'd done art for other games he said he
2: has <laughs> i, I you don't believe isn't him? that a thing that's obvious like i on haven't your,
0: i haven't seen
1: his name on any, any other projects. projects maybe it's stuff coming out. Yeah. let's give him the benefit of the doubt. That's Knowing why I wrote his own stuff. That's why I wrote <laughs>
0: uncredited games? Question mark. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I guess we showed him.
1: Yeah. Uh, let's
2: write him an email. Uh, uh, Abomination, no, I
1: will not. <laughs> Air of Frankenstein. I'll go first. One out of ten. Not using seven. How many ben Steins would I give this game?
2: <laughs> I think I think I it was have, obviously had to use. Ben I Steins. have such
1: an issue with this because this is like a pretty perfect seven game for me. I'm yeah. real torn about this game too. You know what? I'm I am gonna give it an eight. I've played it a bunch of times and I've liked it every single time despite it it running a little long and the issues we talked about i still it's not enough for me to like poo-poo the game so abomination era frankenstein i'm gonna give eight ben steins out of (laughs) (laughs) Uh, ten
0: how many ben steins would you give abomination era frankenstein at one point in the game i was thinking this game's lasted a really long time Mm, yeah it feels like but I love the flavor. I love the theme. And I'm a big fan of any Euro worker placement where I have a finished product looking at me on the board. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. one of the reasons I love viticulture because I have a wine. Mm-hmm. It's one of the <laughs> I reasons I- a wine. <laughs> I'm making a it's wine. It's one of the reasons I adore Preda Porte. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, i Because you have an outfit. I, I, have, an I outfit. have an outfit. <laughs> You know, really, I've gone the whole gamut. What I'm doing is I'm preparing my creature to go out on a date. I'm designing (laughs) the monster. I've I've made the monster. I've made the outfit. We're doing wine tastings. We're getting the monster cultured. Yeah, um, and so we need a cheese game now. Oh man, I wish. <laughs> so for me personally, I'm going to give uh, Abomination the Hair of ben Stein, eight <laughs> Bensteins out of ten. Ooh, Benstein! I just love finished products in worker placement I
1: games. I do. It, this game has a lot of charm to it, despite it being about murdering and making dead. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: Despite the fact that murder that costs you humanity is literally a place you can place your worker.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. This
2: this game is charming. I like yes. that
0: it wasn't the morality of the act that deterred me; it was the big old minus victory points that's on the, the thing uh, I'm like uh, like too close I don't mind
1: killing a guy in the street yeah, but I, I, just don't I don't want, want to lose 10 points I don't want to lose 10 points it said a lot about our personal moralities
2: so yeah. that's really what it was mm-hmm.
1: uh, Dave how many Ben Steins would you give Abomination Error not using 7 out of 10 though I am so torn about this it's tough I, it, is it is a good 7 game But it
2: is a good 7 game that's why we do this folks but I agree mm-hmm. this is why we do it because it's forcing me to make a better decision not a, a better choice. decision but make a decision any decision <laughs> I have to go down to a six. I'm going to be the well, one Days off the show. Yep. Bye Dave. <laughs> Good luck figuring out how what? the technology works. Well, okay.
0: <laughs> Stay, oh, <laughs> podcast's over. Yeah. We'll just live stream it on Twitch. <laughs> They'll get to look yeah. at us.
2: <laughs> so one of the biggest reasons to me is just I hate how I won. I yeah. rolled exceedingly well and that's why I won. Mm-hmm. I didn't win cuz I outplayed you. In fact, I made some terrible decisions mm-hmm. that later on I was like, "Oh, I wasted a ton yeah, of actions." I was in the lead mm-hmm. like the whole game mm-hmm. and
1: then yeah. I rolled poorly. Yeah, and that's... then at
2: the end of the game I overtook you by a good amount and it's co- and it's because all of my body, body parts, parts were alive. Yeah, and yeah. that was a a... huge victory point generation at the end and it's just cuz the dice absolutely went my way. Which in is shocking away. Yeah. Which is not normal. <laughs> yeah, which no, is weird. No, I can <laughs> attest to the fact that Dave Hubbard
0: is a statistical when well, he rolls like a dice. mad person. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Jazz that's fingers. true. <laughs> uh, I'm not good at dropping things. <laughs> Dave gives him the old razzle dazzle on the way down.
2: <laughs> but I just it would, felt like such a hollow victory because yeah. I looked around and just went, "I should not have won this game. I rolled dice good." And in a lot of games, that's <laughs> I fine. Rolled dice but good. But if you look at a game like uh, Arcadia Quest, <laughs> you beat me to that because I was going to say, "Absolutely win that game as by a two-time dice Arcadia dirt. Quest champion, Dave." <laughs> oh,
0: Lord. I would say you rolled it, dice good. A hollow victory. He didn't is a roll victory. dice good. He
1: rolled dice good at the right time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know
2: what? That's still it's good. So I, uh, I,
0: Mr. Magood my way.
2: Yeah. And <laughs> into... listen,
1: arcade. So because I have almost no issue with losing a game, that's why I didn't really take that into account. Because mm-hmm. I, I don't really care if I lost. I had a really good time mm-hmm. while I was playing it. And
2: I think I would have cared less if I lost. Yeah. It bothered me because I won, and it didn't feel like I deserved the win. I didn't go like, yeah, I beat you guys. I mm-hmm. rolled some dice better than yeah, you. Yeah. And that
1: is like the glaring air with this game I think and there again there's ways to mitigate it to a point
2: yeah they're minor I re-rolled once and I went from a complete and utter failure to a to, 100% yeah. success and it and like to be clear that role ended the game yeah because as soon as one person completely has an alive monster the game is over yeah so in one roll, I ended the game. Your with, benefactor's happy. Yeah, with four immediate body parts that got activated. But it was fun. It, it was, was fun.
1: fun. It's a fun game. Those are the games we played this week, but fear not, the show's not over. Not by
2: a I'm long shot. I'm sure you shot. were
0: very afraid of that. <laughs> yeah, I know I was. Yeah, if you were glancing at your phone or listening device nervously. As your car. We, your car. <laughs> Dear Do like car, don't
2: let it end. Never let it end. <laughs>
0: Don't let go. We got, we got more. We have <laughs> yeah, more free
1: here. We got some more. So every week we like to choose a topic to talk about and we call it a talkic.
2: Yeah. And I hate it, but I also it's love it.
1: It's really stupid. <laughs> and I love it. And I hate the way it sounds, Mm-mm. but I'll never stop saying it. <laughs> no,
2: I'm uh, I'm pro-talkic.
1: <laughs> yeah. I know. I know. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what norm- political stance will take. <laughs> so, <Yeah. Pro-talking. laughs> so normally we go over different terms board games use. Um, we talked about other ones before that I don't know uh, 4X we did 4X, some children's
0: games last, I think last episode was all about yeah. The kids mm-hmm. yeah
1: kids games mm-hmm. so this week we're going to keep up that tradition we're going to talk about sandbox games this genre is one of our favorites love too. a sandbox game yeah. so a sandbox uh, this is not the only genre I mean the only board game genre is not the only thing to refer to something as a sandbox game mm-hmm. it's big in video games mm-hmm. too oh, very much and, so. and what this means is a big open area big open world that you can kind of do whatever you want in. Yeah, to a point. I mean within the rules, Mm -hmm. obviously.
2: Well these games are really big in basically having a lot of different ways to generate victory points. And oftentimes that's what they're based on. You win by getting to a certain victory point threshold and that's usually when the game ends. Mm -hmm. It's not even a timer or a round amount. Here's a sandbox. Here is a giant town in the west if you're playing Great Western Legend. Here is an entire galaxy you can explore if you're playing Zaya. Mm-hmm. Go out. Here's 30 ways to generate victory points. Do whatever you want in whatever order you want and have fun. That's yep. a sandbox. Just go
1: out, ball out, have a good time. And I love it. Yeah. So Mark usually does a lot of work on this while Dave and I do nothing. Mm, I did absolutely zero work. I did it's some thinking did. about
2: it as usual and that yeah. is all.
1: I put some thought to it and I thought about like what games I liked. Mm-hmm. I really liked that were, okay. were I've sandbox games. Yeah, I can <laughs> name those. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then we leave the rest of the work to Mark, which is how I kind of like the show. To I write. love
0: it. It's yeah. one of my favorite things about the show. You know, it's <laughs> not to change anything. I'm <laughs> like so I learn I've, here's what I've learned about okay. myself I learn about facts uh, by reading them and then regurgitating them onto paper okay mm. Mm. and that, that is how I learn things
2: well read us your regurgitated words yeah, regurgitate
0: me facts yeah <laughs> well uh, so while I was doing some research sandbox games were like exceedingly hard to find good solid information about oh, how new is fun. the genre it's got to be fairly new Um, it probably has a lot of the same DNA as 4x games which we talked about a couple weeks or I guess a couple episodes at this point ago one of the things that keeps that kept coming up was if you ask five gamers what a sandbox game is you're gonna get like six different answers (laughs) that's
2: probably right i mean i just defined it the way that i think about them yeah like open world exceptions Yeah. yeah
0: and there's always there's this huge debate about like well how much freedom does a board game have to have before it should be considered a sandbox game uh, I would think that most modern sandbox games, you guys have already hit on a, like, a lot of the key features. Mm-hmm. A lot of it's like just a big open board. You know,
2: whether you explore it out or not, it's, yep. it's available. It's yeah.
0: available to you to go do things. Um, and you, there's like a lot of different ways you can score points. Again, you guys mentioned Great Western Legend. It's what called it? Western Legends. <laughs> I See, I did it because he did it. It's great, great Western great Trail. Great Western yeah. Trail. Yeah. I always Western Western combine those. Yeah. It's, I let it go once, <laughs> but that will be it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so western legend is one of the games that we kind of think about there yeah and we've reviewed um, that on the podcast yep uh, as well as Zaya. Zaya is another big one uh, i also thought of wasteland express mm-hmm. that's a good one yeah, another perfect I, we
2: gotta review that one i love that game
0: yeah that game's fun That game is fun best insert of all time
2: <laughs> agreed spicy
0: take hard to argue um so <laughs> basically uh it shares the name with the video game genre as well sandbox games mm-hmm. um and this game this genre got its start of course in video games would you guys like to guess sort of the first obviously yeah I think that I think that my favorite part is just yeah. making you guys guess I, dates I love it i was so, so encouraged when when did the first uh, sandbox game get published?
2: Would it be something uh, are like... Are we talking video games or board games? We're
0: talking video, video games. Video okay. games. Okay, so after the computer was invented. Mm-hmm. So anytime after the 60s. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably
2: later <laughs> than Pong.
1: 1967. <laughs> I remember playing. Our
0: sandbox was the moon. And we went there.
1: And we went there. It wasn't fake, you kids. 88. Okay, you. Specific year. I'm going to say
0: 1978. 1978 oh, and 1988. Sure. The Never first actual nope. sandbox game came out in 1983. Oh, we're oh, right in the split middle. The <laughs> yeah, split the difference. <laughs> uh, the game was called Elite. Basically, um, what happened was in 1978, Dan, you kind of nailed this other game. Oh, this Hello. game called Adventure came out, which was the first uh, video game that didn't play, take place in like a labyrinth or some sort of like enclosed (laughs) environment you could like freely move around the video game world Mm -hmm. minus a a locked gate at the very start of the game so i mean there was total freedom of movement
1: is it venture
0: talked about in ready player one i think it might be it sounds super familiar yeah I, i would have to go back and do look that up but i think you might be right there and then in 1980 um the first flight simulator was published by a company called sublogic um which really emphasized the freedom of movement so you basically combine the freedom of movement with the ability to explore and you get the modern sandbox video game, which was published in 1983, called Elite. Elite. Huh. You like f- would fly around in like a little cockpit, and you would just explore in like a spaceship. That was kind of the whole point of the game. It was just like open world. You could just fly around in any direction. Sounds alright. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> so it's, it was yeah. It's probably terrible.
2: So it's No Man's Sky, but, but the, like when it was first published. No <laughs> yeah, like with line art. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. So a year after that, in 1984, a game came out called The Seven Cities of Gold, and it was, I like the sound of that. I know it was the first video video game to offer trade, exploration, combat, and adventure in a single sandbox experience. Yeah, I, mean, I like all those things. Yeah. So basically eighty four. Oh man. Um, so this all came
2: out before I was born.
1: I was a whippersnapper. Four. Four. Yeah, I was four-year-old
0: little tyke. Two years. Yeah, we were both
2: '86 babies, mm-hmm. right? You yeah. guys
1: were negative two. I was two. What year? '84. 84. Yeah, I was four. You
2: old man. I know. What are you gonna do? We weren't born until you know Chernobyl blew up. <laughs> yeah, that's what that's what brought us into the world. I was six, so I
1: remember watching that on the TV <laughs> <laughs> on, the, on the old tube box. Yep. Yeah. I just got done with my coal mine shift.
0: <laughs> I like the idea of like toddler Dan man six, like, six, six In a coal years mine. In, yeah. a, in a coal mine in the middle of California. It wasn't even mining;
2: they just used them as the canary. Yeah, <laughs> go deeper, boy.
0: It Smells weird down here.
2: Until you pass out, I don't care. Nope, keep going. <laughs> All
0: right, yeah. So after that, um, basically, what became like a, this huge proliferation of games, and there became a deeper, more sophisticated difference between sandbox and open world games.
2: Okay, what is the difference? So I don't the know. difference is I consider is, them the same, right? Yeah, I I sort of think about them the same too. Right, I did too
0: until the. This guy, uh, I have some great show notes. I'd love to give to you to put in the um, and <laughs> the actual show notes you meant to read. I was like, well, no, I'm not no, gonna I'm, read. no, you read those to me, Mark. <laughs> yeah, said, yeah, how yeah, this if show you, works. If you look in your back pocket, Dan, I'm studying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm studying street magic oh, now, no. and I seem to have slipped you a thing to read. <laughs> no, um, I actually have a list of links here that I'd like to put in the show notes. Okay, if so, people, if they're like super interested in this, they can like click on because I actually learned quite a bit. And the big difference between sandbox and open world is open world gives you the freedom of movement. But also gives you a, an objective to achieve. Whereas a sandbox is total freedom, total anarchy you can do whatever you want.
2: So like a in that realm, then like Minecraft would be a sandbox. There's Minecraft, no objective, it, yep. you're just whatever. Whereas The Witcher 3 mm-hmm. would not be a sandbox. Yes. It would yeah, just be world. an open world because there are a number of objectives, storylines, missions, all that. Yeah. So mm. yeah, Interesting. Exactly. So your
0: open world can I have elements. I can't think of another sandbox game. Minecraft. Besides Minecraft? Yeah. Minecraft. Um, um, terraria. Yeah. yeah. Minecraft is like the most ubiquitous yeah. one mm-hmm. now. It's like it's everywhere. I didn't know this, but apparently they, they were bought by for literal billions of dollars by, by microsoft. microsoft yeah yeah. yeah it's insane that the uh,
1: guy that made microsoft um, minecraft, minecraft is like a real weird dude <laughs> yeah notch yeah well yeah, he also
2: I've, has all the money
0: now so yeah plenty he's yeah. fine he can be as weird as he wants to be now like, yeah, so now t- he
2: could be what dave wants to be <laughs> Yeah, an eccentric billionaire but with all that pesky <laughs> yeah. money <laughs> yeah
0: so the so when it comes to board games like you have like sort of a more open world approach to the sandbox games so mm-hmm. like there's only a few examples of total anarchy in board game sandboxes, which we'll be covering at the end of our little history lesson but here. Oh, will we? <laughs> we will Whether we want to or not, Daniel. Foreshadowing. Against my will.
2: <laughs> 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 like candy. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah, playing the crew. Playing
0: <laughs> the crew. Sorry. Oh man, I'm the candy of the podcast. <laughs> Oh, for better or worse, Dan.
2: For better, you made vows when we yeah. started this podcast. This is this is my four worse Yeah, this right. is your four worse
0: right now. The the weekly history lessons. <laughs> um so basically like what you see is there's two extremes when it comes to board game thought. You have the actual sandbox where there is like there are few rules. You literally do whatever you want. And then you also have like very linear progression. And a lot of what we think of, sand-
2: of sandbox board games is, like, somewhere in the middle of that spectrum. I could see that. Mm-hmm. that because sense. I yeah. don't like Minecraft very much because I don't have an objective. I don't mm-hmm. know what to do. Yeah. I'm too, first off, too dumb. But then <laughs> yeah. second off, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I think I you played... punch
0: trees till you get a house. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> so how you Minecraft works. you build an <laughs> <laughs> entire city. Yeah, like, It's amazing. I mm-hmm.
2: played Minecraft a little bit when it came out years ago mm-hmm. on PC, and I had some fun. I made myself a little cave, and, like, I planted some plants and stuff. Mm-hmm. I even, like took time to get some lava and I built like a, a skylight that came down in the middle of my cave with glass surrounding it that was a lava flow and that's how Wait, I lit my cave. Way more than I did. Mm-hmm. It was fun but then I like sort of finished that to a point and then I just went ah, I, like, I don't care anymore. Yeah. Did I win mm-hmm. the game? Yeah. like I <laughs> Did I win Minecraft? I did could I just, beat <laughs> Minecraft just I now? Could, <laughs> I could just forever keep adding stuff to this but I don't mm-hmm. care to and right. that was it. Like I was done with it. Yeah. yeah. I needed I want something more to do. I yeah. want my handheld and you so tell me what to do do solitaire minecraft is such a lonely experience because it really it's like i'd love to have like three
0: dudes It'd make building this little hut so much faster. Yeah. Yeah. Let's sure. start playing Minecraft. Maybe we'll love it. Maybe we'll love it. It's like we'll Game Pass. Whole, yeah, we'll make a whole city. <laughs> I'll download it. Whatever. Game Pass is great. Yeah. yeah. Download Our it. next podcast. Yeah, game Pass is great. <laughs> game Pass is yeah, great. Is. All Our right. Random draw game pass. <laughs> so a lot of what we would consider like your modern day sandbox games don't start to be a thing until like the late nineties. Kind of very similar with like uh Forex games, which we had talked about mm-hmm. in the past. So in that in that vein, Dave, what's the first sandbox game? What's the big one? Board game or we have board first game? sandbox board game. Uh, for me, or yeah. just the big one? It's like the first big one that you could think of. Oh, Zaya. Is it, well, I mean, like, which which one do you think came out first? Not oh,
2: Zaya. What, Zaya or Great Western Trail? No. Mm-hmm.
0: No. Nope. Great Western Trail's not Or Western it. Trail? <laughs> no, it's not <laughs> it either. <laughs> <laughs> Western, <laughs> Western legend. Western Trail? <laughs> Western legend, yeah. 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 Uh, it's the Chisholm Trail. <laughs> no, uh, but there was yeah. there was game. There no, was I think Civilizations
2: came out before that.
0: Civilization came out before that? We're thinking of Twilight <laughs> Imperium. Yeah. Oh. It was the first oh, huge yeah, that, sandbox game. Yeah, that came out forever ago. Yeah, again, yeah, those, uh, because it shares so much DNA with 4X games, those mm-hmm. games get lumped in together a lot in the community, and like it's hard to parse out when the first one is was that a thing. sandbox game. I would consider that a 4X game. Uh, it's a little bit of both because there's a yeah. lot of different paths to victory. Yeah, like you, you don't can do whatever you want <clears> in it. Mm-hmm. True,
2: and I guess you don't explore the board to a point. You place the board. The as... board's already there. There's no exploring. Well, but you place the board as starting. That like that's how you begin the game is you all place the board together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, but you don't still explore. Not explore. It. Yeah, you yeah. don't explore it. You just place yeah. It. That's these are like up. I was gonna say these <laughs> games
0: a lot of the times are like kissing cousins where they're like they're so similar. I hate that term no, I hate that. Okay. All right. Well, these games are like Perfect strangers. The show. Perfect strangers. The show. where they more more like non, than they ever would have thought. Yeah, their cousin Balky. Let's yeah. get
2: away from an Oklahoman reference and do something You guys never else. heard Kissing Cousins? You no, I've heard, heard it. I don't oh, okay. like it. And I don't <laughs> yeah.
0: use it. All right. Well, I mean, it makes me uncomfortable too, but here we are. I don't know if you were like I really, overjoyed really I did kind of jump in there, didn't I? <laughs> this is a lot about me as a person. Yeah. So like a lot of them share that same DNA. So mm-hmm. like just because a game's 4X doesn't mean it also has like a weird sandbox element where you yeah. like... There's a lot of different paths to victory which is like if that's how you're defining what a sandbox game is like there's actually a lot more sandbox games than I definitely I can thought. see that like forex
1: games and sandbox games are so like hand in hand Oh
2: yeah like we mm-hmm. would consider oh mm-hmm. what's that game that has the forever long title Heroes of Airland and Sea You yes. knew what I was talking about like <laughs> yeah. Technically, that's not a 4X. I would almost consider that to a point a sandbox, but then I guess you do expand. There is, expo- well, like, it is also. Those are 4X. how you
1: win the game. That's how the in game is triggered, is by one of the 4Xs. Exactly.
2: But at the same time, it feels sandboxy yeah. because you can go about any of these things in whatever order you want, however you want. Well, now yeah. I hate that they can't define this. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> so today we're talking about the differences between Forex and Sandbox apparently and there aren't any. There aren't <laughs> any. There's a few. And There's I a few. And I hate it. <laughs> Again, like
0: the more the more chaotic and more the game lends itself towards being more sandbox I have a couple example of those that are just like mind blowing. The more like you'll be able to kind of see, okay, well, here's like what a board game could be if you put it in the sandbox like system. Ooh, go with on. Very few rules, please feed me more. Um, the next big release was uh, actually oddly enough, Tales of Arabian Nights. Hey. Oh yeah, as a story driven sandbox game. Yeah, I guess add it to the list with. Um, this were of mine. Nah. <laughs> okay. Very well. Good.
2: One is gonna kind of, a storytelling game with a ton of flavor that's a lot of fun. Yeah. One is a storytelling game with a lot of flavor that's very depressing. So
0: sad. N- <laughs> maybe we'll just do Arabian Nights then. So i have done with that. Like it's been a minute since we played that game. Arabian mm-hmm. Nights is yeah. banana. Love it. Yeah. We should stop talking about it. Yeah, we're not. We're not talking about that. Yeah, either. we don't talk about Dungeon Pets. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so uh, next big release was Merchants and Marauders in 2010. Love it. Oh, that's a great they game. Very popular. It.
2: By the time you add the expansion that has the storm Storms and, and uh, the crew
1: spin. morale and all that it's... <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. We gotta review that game there. too! Game's fantastic. I'd have to read all the
0: rules again <laughs> Me I'm playing it too. so long. <laughs> Build my little chest. Oh, I love that game. Oh man, it's so good. Very stripped down though. Like, I, I would be curious to see what our take of Merchants and Marauders was uh, after we have played Zaya so many times.
2: You know, that was actually one of the first games you got. Like, when Merchants we were Marauders? getting yeah. into board games i played
1: it andre had it first and we played it and then i bought it like almost immediately afterwards because mm. it was such a blast
2: we have probably played 150 games since like different games since we've played merchants of. yeah Marauders. easily easily yeah mm-hmm. it'd be interesting to go back just walk down memory lane so, hey stay tuned to the next one to 17 episodes and we'll, de- <laughs> <laughs> we'll definitely and we'll talk it. about right? arabian knights <laughs> and, and merchants
0: abroaders all right, um, so the the next big release that is uh, really well heralded in the community, I heard a lot of people keep bringing this game up as uh, Mage Knight, the board game, and I've never, I've never I've, played
1: it. So it's so rules heavy.
0: That's why I've never. Yeah, played it's <laughs> so rules heavy. Like the
1: rule book is like a actual book, not like you 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 hear the term rule book and you think a few pages, and this thing is like a book, and it's like really really popular solo game. And it, I played it once with Andre, and it's like it's bananas, like it's crazy. It's a very rule heavy, but he knows all the rules because he's
2: Andre because he's, he's rules daddy rules daddy rules daddy knows rules rules daddy baby yep
0: our russian rules daddy well
2: history daddy what else we got yeah. history daddy says <laughs> <laughs> oh that's weird i don't know if i like that now i know how andres nope, feels too bad it's not about you like nope, that's not. true <laughs> that's, that's for better ever. for
0: worse Mark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right so a couple other games Ep- episode 28 for better or for, for worse. better or for worse a couple other games also very like notable releases we're getting into like the modern era now of what we would consider uh sandbox games uh, in 2013, Yuve uh, Rosenberg releases Caverna. Okay. Um, which I, is I am so interested in playing that game. I know it. I will have to Why maybe look into I mean, getting it because yeah. I like that Uwe Uwe Rosenberg. Yeah, he's he's good, him. makes good stuff. But apparently you run a house and like the whole sandbox is like, what do you want to do with your house? I mean, I do that now, and yeah. the
2: answer is have enough money to do something in my house. <laughs> <laughs> Fingers crossed.
0: <laughs> well, you can grow crops. Apparently, you can forge items. You can fight orcs. Maybe uh, I it. goblins. Sure. Yeah, there's there's a those. bunch of stuff you could do. Uh, 2013 also is the release of Firefly the Game.
2: Which, uh, oh, that game is so yeah, much fun. Big. That, That's yeah, a big You guys game. like that, that was game a lot. Once again, uh, an Andre game that he taught me years and yeah. years. Daddy ago. loves sandbox games. And I remember being really confused by that game because it was still early in our board gaming career, if you will. Yeah, I was still in my board game diapers. And I, well, I remember. <laughs> so here's the thing about sandbox games. I was in my board games. game short pants. <laughs> <laughs> I my was bo- more, my board game knickers on. Yeah. I was more pull ups at that point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I remember being overwhelmed at that time because when you give someone just this massive amount of options and they're not used to playing a lot of games it can be just overwhelming and at this point Mm -hmm. we're just like i don't know i'm gonna do that you know because yeah whereas back then it's like well what's the best thing for me to do yeah now i don't care (laughs) well and on top of that one of my favorite things about sandbox games is maybe there isn't yeah like oftentimes there is not the best thing to do it's well, what do you want to do? Because there are all these paths to victory. Mm. So, 2014, Dave's favorite game of the century of the week
0: uh, is Zaya Legends of the Drift System. Never I heard guess released. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Never so, heard of it. What is I that? heard it's kind of like a light Merchants and some marauders. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but in yeah, space. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Space merchants and yeah, marauders.
0: And, and if you like our hero thoughts on that, we uh, discussed that on episode eight oh. Space, Trees, and Crime. Oh, what a throwback. Good for you, Mark. I know. So prepared, this, this Mark of ours. That's how you end up with five pages of notes. That's
2: how History Daddy rolls. I have a. <laughs>
0: page <laughs> torn in a third that I, <laughs> I wrote most of the news <laughs> almost all the information on then uh 2017 releases feudum which i hear is really good too feudum it's like a really weird looking apparently it's a sandbox game but it's got like weird like
2: <laughs> <laughs> weird if it wasn't weird like oh, creatures i know what you're talking yeah, about yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah
0: i it's i can't describe the art style other than that the big it's monster
1: it's like a I jelly hug. bean with arms and legs yes
2: yeah yes. dan can describe it apparently mm-hmm. it's very so i'm good for
0: a <laughs> lot of people that one's kind of controversial here I heard people either love it or hate it. Yeah, that one seems to be very divisive. Hmm. I'd like to love it or, and or hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to choose.
1: I always though. see it at like Gen Con at the Cool Stuff Inc thing mm-hmm, always. Mm-hmm. It's always. like always yeah. there.
0: And I, the last time I was at Games and Stuff. Yeah. It was there too. I always look at it and then I'm like, eh. yeah, and I was like interested and I like looked it over and I was like, oh, that seems like a thing we'd like, but also it's $110, so yeah. maybe next yeah, time. That's it's that's cute. it's like a big main coffin reason box. I yeah.
2: haven't purchased it.
0: Uh Western Legends in 2018. Love that. Check our episode episode 3. Three suites out Dang, of four. Dang,
2: three. That's how long ago we did we that? We
0: discussed that in episode three. That was 25 episodes. We played that at PAX
1: East mm-hmm, mm-hmm. on our second one. Yeah. Second PAX
0: East. Yeah. That was fun. That was a fun game. Yeah. And then one of the more interesting games that I learned about while kind of like trolling BGG was a game called Pericles, the Peloponnesian Wars. Okay. I think I've heard of that. It's published Actually. in 2017. It's a 2v2 game. Oh, um, really? That's yeah. interesting. We don't
2: so. often have four players as our hard player count. Yeah.
0: That's, all, that's interesting, like 2v2. It is an interesting game because... Two of you play the Athenians, two of you play the Spartans. So you're competing against each other, but while you're competing against each other, you're both playing separate factions mm. of the Spartans. Let's say Dan and I were on the Spartans. We both have competing factions who are trying to get our oh, own goals done too. So there's a push and pull.
2: Interesting. Yeah.
0: Here's the problem with that with
1: our group is that let's say Mark and I are on a team. And Dave and literally any other person, Mark and I now have the disadvantage. So then, if Dave and I are on a team and Mark and literally any other person, Dave and I have a disadvantage (laughs) (laughs) because us three are dumb dumb and then most normal people are like pretty good at games. Let's say that it's Andre. Oh, no. Well, the
2: winner. Is Andre's team. That's just, just like circle we, us in and out. Doesn't really matter.
1: When we were talking about what was that election oh, game? Oh, yeah. Campaign Trail? Campaign Where trail. we each had a smart person with us and yeah. we were just there to like hold the money or roll the dice. <laughs> <It's> like,
0: <laughs> what yeah. do
2: you want me to do now, yeah, leader? What, what should I do now?
0: We had two okay. engineers and then uh, Andre, yeah. the software developer. Yes. Yeah. Like and um, then um, three dumb dubs. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like this
1: boar is made of wood. <laughs> I like how it feels my hand.
2: I'm thankful to be here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm the vice president, right?
0: I was listening to a, another, like a, a a group of people talk give a commencement speech, and they're like, make sure you're always the dumbest person in the room. Yeah, and nailed like, it. Yeah, it's like, oh, thank God, I can't even help it. <laughs> <laughs> I've tried not to be. He's like, this is how you get smarter. Like, make sure you're the dumbest person in the room, and I was like, all right. All right. By that me. logic, I'm now a genius. Yeah, I was gonna say I should be real <laughs> smart by now. All right. So a couple real fast to wrap things up. We have a couple games that are, are what I would consider special consideration games. Okay. These are sandbox games in like the wildest sense. In 1982, a game called Gnomic was released and Gnomic, I'll read you from the box the box right now, quote, Gnomic is a game in which changing the rules is a move. In that respect, it differs from almost every other game. The primary activity of Nomic is proposing changes in the rules, debating the wisdom of changing them in the <laughs> way, <laughs> <laughs> voting on the changes, deciding what can and cannot be done afterwards, and then doing it. That's so, crazy. And yeah. I
2: want to experience what that looks like. Yeah, that's
0: crazy. It's like um,
2: flux, but better. Yeah. Yes, because but you're good. making
0: up the rules as you go. Yeah. Like, uh, and then you have to get everybody on board to do to do the rules. That's as well. hilarious.
2: I think I did it again. I think I just referenced a game that we haven't reviewed yet. Flux. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't That's think There's right. a reason for that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we'll review that. One.
0: So I guess the game starts off with an initial rule set, and yeah. then you you begin literally rules lawyering with each other. That's, oh my gosh! That sounds. Insane. I can't imagine
2: I, us just in the the shenanigans we would get up to. Yeah, yeah.
0: So it seems very crazy. Again, that was published in 1982, so which yeah. was before the actual first sandbox video game. Yeah. The next game that I thought was kind of notable was Lemma, which was published in 1987. Um, this box set read a most radical game. The players invent and play out non-contradictory rules. This game brings out the log- logician or lawyer in you. It does strange things to your friend's demeanor too. <laughs> This can become a very vocal experience since players may challenge new rules that are inconsistent with any previous rules. Uh So kind of the same vein. Basically, you start out with a set of rules and then you immediately break all of those rules by, you know, making up your own
2: interesting i you know i almost wonder if those games were the impetus for something like twilight imperium having new rules oh, yeah. come into play that you vote on at a council mm-hmm. i think they're called edicts in the game but i i almost wonder if like that was the impetus like those designers played that and was like that's fun but it needs to be a little more codified we need actual yeah. gameplay yeah as well. so, <laughs> but it's a neat mechanic let's stick it in there anyway
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, I always wanted to ask, like, these people who make these, like, milestone games, like these big, huge paradigm shifts in the hobby, like, where'd you get that idea? Like, did you hear about any of this stuff, like, in the past? Did you run into it while you were playing, like, board games with other people? That's crazy. That sounds fun, though. Yeah. The next game, The Quiet Year. Basically, this is a post-apocalyptic map. A Mm -hmm. post-apocalyptic... You got it. I'm going to edit none of those out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, perfect. I want to hear every one of those. It's a (laughs) post-apocalyptic map game designed around a deck of 52 cards. Each card represents a scenario, uh, and you draw it, the person reads it, and then the group collectively decides how to react to the issue presented to the community.
2: Oh, that reminds me of King's Dilemma. Oh, yeah, kind of. Oh,
0: yeah, kind of. Perfect. This was uh, published, I believe, in 2013. Um, And then finally, the last game that I thought was kind of crazy, in 2015, a game called Into the Woods uh, was released. It's basically a forest walk simulator where you are (laughs) walking through forests. And the board is designed as, like, translucent little foggy bits of board that you set up as you go. And, like, there's no objective other than, like, you have to do something when you get to the very end of the forest. And then you have to get <laughs> back before the fog gets too dense and you lose your way. No, oh, no. Yeah. So I thought that was uh, super Co-op? interesting. I believe so. Yeah, I would totally check that out. Yeah. It's weird. Very, very weird. You should okay. see the board. They have a print-and-play version that you can download and cut out and... Apparently there's like some saran wrap involved. It's wild. (laughs) I've written down two games. Let's hear him Brook City. I love
2: Brook City. You could yeah. do anything, right? Yeah. It's it's a co-op sandbox. Uh, well, yeah, but there are a lot of objectives. Obviously, there's things
1: you. Well, yeah. I'm I don't own a sandbox game because no, all of my games have objectives. Yeah, mm-hmm. I
2: don't see how you'd make a board game without objectives.
1: Yeah, I don't know. So Brook City, which we love, and then Runebound Third Edition, which yeah. I also love. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I can see know. that being a sandbox Those are like game. It's like my too. big sandbox. It's like sure. for whatever they want to call it.
2: I saw Scythe come
0: up a couple times too. I
1: don't,
2: but um, I, I could guess. see it. Yeah, that seemed like a stretch. I don't. Know. I don't know. I guess it counts i guess fine if you want it to count it can count if you want to lose horribly to andre then that is definitely a game you could play if you want to tie dave that's <laughs> if you want to tie dave while bu- doubling andre doubles your score if you want to play game. a game where it's dan and i score combined versus Andre's score yeah and still and we lose. still we lose <laughs> then scythe is great
1: if you want to play a game where dave and i race to read the cards before the other pro- all the <laughs> cards run out then play Scythe
2: with us. Yeah. Anyway, that's a brief
0: history. That's it. Episode twenty-eight. Yeah. Oh, it. by the way, if I could oh, add, if oh, you guys know no, of any, no, it's uh, over. We're Mark. kind of past oh. the point. Yeah. No. Well, I'm, I'm it's too I'm, late. <laughs> I'm dragging us back. If you guys, uh, as listeners or readers, like know of any no. other Who's earlier, reading? that's a good point. I guess you read my Facebook posts, Instagram think? posts, or I don't. Twitter posts.
2: <laughs> I'd have to get a Facebook first. Oh God.
0: Well, if, anyway, if anybody who interacts with us wants to like <laughs> write in, there you go, and wants to like give us a like a shout out on like, hey, what are some of the earliest Sandbox games that you've heard of, I'd love to know more.
1: Or what are your favorite sandbox games? Like, if you love a sandbox game that you didn't hear us talk about, like, let us 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 know. Tell us they are. I
2: want to play it. I want to play all the games. Yeah, (laughs) recommend me games. (laughs) My one regret is that I'm not an eccentric billionaire who can just spend my time Uh, playing all the games. That's also my one regret. We have we have in the past
0: (laughs) we have in the past offered that if you tell us a game and you sell us a game, like we'll we'll make sure we talk about it for the show. Yeah, I'll go try to get it. Yeah, I I don't. I'm already spend money on games anyway like, yeah,
2: I'm, I'm gonna buy more games I'm gonna so. buy games <laughs> i mm-hmm. bought
1: games this week i'm gonna buy more give games.
2: us a quest you know we don't want a full minecraft experience we want a goal to shoot I for something. and if you yeah. give I us only, a goal <laughs> i can only build a straight
1: railroad for so long yeah. <laughs> uh so like like mark said if you if you want to contact us facebook's honestly the best way to interact with us if you want to shoot us an email randomdrawpodcast at gmail.com check out our twitter apparently is back after yeah I started the
0: twitter again and I was shocked to learn that I had somehow managed to collect six new followers on twitter so uh you know (laughs) so good at things I know all all I had to do was stop tweeting (laughs) (laughs) So that was good. Well, uh, you yeah, had
2: so. me at silence. <laughs> so if
0: you hit us up on Twitter at Random Draw Pod, I'll be there. One hundred, two hundred, forty characters at a time. Yeah, I live guess. In, live in Levita, tweet. I'll
2: I, be there.
1: Check us out. Our Instagram page, uh, Random Draw, a board game podcast. Underscore between each of those words because that is how Instagram works. I like <laughs> the
0: underscores though.
1: Uh, they're fine. I mean, it's fine. It, it's, it's a
0: weird way to make spaces. Is what it is. I like to uh, pretend yeah. like I'm hopping over the letters and landing on the platforms at that the Mario style. Yeah, yeah. Like it. And then what's our uh, Facebook mark? At Random Drop Pod on Facebook. Go to the magnifying glass, hit it in there, <laughs> look at my content, mm-hmm. and good. hear me give. Hear me. This is gold. You know what you should do is you should like the post where I call people who give Game Seven cowards. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a thing I did recently, and they got. It really? Yeah, yeah. I gave. I told everyone who if they give if you give a game a seven, you're a coward. And Rick asked me if I also gestured angrily
2: while I was like saying it. Obviously, yeah. was yeah. Obviously, yeah. he was probably watching a TV show that also made him angry. Yeah, yeah. I oh, spent a lot of time
0: angry. I'm like the Hulk in that I'm always angry, but I don't get big. And you're not a scientist. Yeah. Um, but you do have glasses. I do have glasses. I'm not green. I
2: haven't saved anyone recently.
0: All right, so I'm not like the Hulk. I'm
2: just <laughs> like... It's <laughs> just an angry dude. I'm like an angry white I'm guy. I'm just right. an angry white guy. You're like
1: Waldorf and or Statler.
2: From- <laughs> <laughs> Back to the cinema! <laughs>
3: And now for something completely different.
0: I have like this whole deal where I don't want to play fantasy football. But yeah. then like during the off season, like I listened to a fantasy football podcast today yeah. about and Dalvin you're... Cook holding out. And I'm like, dude, he's got to play. He's got to play. He's got to play. He'd be like a first round pick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. don't give Dave any hints. Yeah. Dave, you don't want Dalvin Cook. He's injury prone. Plus he might we hold out. We both know that I've he already may, forgotten he, his name and he you may said not, it twice. He may, <laughs> he, may not, he may hold out, which is never a good idea. It's never a good idea. You lose all your per you lose all your bargaining At least power. for a, a running back. Yeah, you can get a running
2: back literally anywhere. All kickers all the time. That <laughs> is a bold strategy. No nope. first round, kicker. I dropped David Akers. You can't because he's not in the league yeah, <laughs> for ten years. <laughs> <think> well here's <laughs> the here's the problem, Daniel. I've now named the only kicker that I can name. Well that's the that's
1: not the problem. Problem because you'll have a list of kickers in front of you, and then you'll go, "Okay, here is a kicker. I
0: will take him." Mm, that mm-hmm. is exactly going to be my strategy. That is what
1: everybody's strategy is. I, yeah. If you don't get the best kicker, then you're like, "I don't know. I'll take that dude." Yeah.
0: If you don't get Justin Tucker, <laughs> yeah, it, doesn't, who cares? <laughs> it I, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You're I'm not willing choose... to reach for Justin Tucker in the thirteenth yeah, round, which I'm not. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. I'm gonna choose my draft players exactly the same way that I will choose. Horses. When Dan and I go to the racetrack, by how funny I think their names are. That's the same way I pick I horses did that, yeah. too. Because I don't know. <laughs> horse My point is, yeah. I have the exact same level of knowledge and skill base when that, I'm picking horses. But it's fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. I also have fun.
0: There are some funny names in the NFL, though, like for sure, Haha Clinton Dix, <laughs> yeah, Ha Clinton Dix, yeah, DeMarcus Ferguson. That's that a joke one? name. His no, first name's that's... not really Ha Ha, but like that's what he goes by, mm-hmm. Ha Ha Clinton, Clinton Dix. Yeah, he was a kicker for Tampa Bay a couple of years ago, who was just terrible. Like he oh. couldn't hit any. Oh
2: yeah, yeah. He's the got guy a, he's that, got a
1: kind of a funny name. The guy that got his foot blessed by the Pope.
2: Yeah, yeah, and it just didn't work out for him. <laughs> he's terrible. Wait, he had his foot blessed by the Pope. Yeah, yeah and then he, he got
0: in the NFL and he was just terrible. Yeah. He was uh, I do like not great. Film. He was decidedly not great. It's did like you, Robert Agunier or something like that. Did you see <laughs> nothing
1: but Faust. He said uh, it
3: at
0: the draft, and I was like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't. I can't. I'm not even going to try. It's insane. Like, Dave, you, here, take a look at this name, Dave. Look at his. He goes by Tua. Take a crack
2: at that guy. Tua Ni'gama. Manualo Pola. It sounds awesome when they say it. Yeah, well, well I, I mean, try it's to his say mother it. tongue. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I try to say it. I'll tell you what doesn't
0: sound awesome when I say it. Yeah. When it's like white dudes on in Delaware trying to sound out this
2: guy's name phonetically. <laughs> We've all watched a great British baking show, mm-hmm. I take it. Yeah. All, uh, all. Yeah, I guess. You guess, Mark? Mark yeah, I mean, only watches Fox News just to yell at the TV.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That seems right. Yeah. It's, uh, right uh, my I don't watch TV that doesn't make me mad. Yeah. <laughs> Mark, I'm starting to believe that more and more. <laughs> <laughs> like, we <we've laughs> always talk about these
2: wholesome shows, and Mark's yeah.
0: like, I don't watch that. No, I don't watch that. Well, I'm too busy being mad. <laughs> too busy
2: rage-smashing te- televisions. Uh, mm. So there's this new one called Flower Fight. Yeah, I've seen it. So Did you I, finish it? Yeah. So I was excited to watch it, they and Candy, robbed, of course, put it on. Agreed. <laughs> yeah. But Candy, of course, put it on, and uh, I like I, we got into it, and it was fun to watch. I was obsessed with uh, the outfits mm-hmm. that Tan and, and Harry or something. Yeah, one guy was from, like, Denmark. Yeah, it was, like, and Jan the- and something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was obsessed with their Who outfits. Does. Anyway, Candy found them on Instagram, so I occasionally stalked them on her phone. But, yeah. uh, that aside, one episode. So the Great British Baking Show is yeah. so wholesome. It's so fun to watch. And it's probably because it's British. It's part of why it's so wholesome. Like, so in this show, at one point, there was a team that just like, wasn't going to finish in time. I know exactly and what you're, you're going to you? say. And it made me so angry. Thank you. <laughs> I know exactly what you're going to so say. So I will describe what happened yeah. for right. anyone who's not seen this show. Me. So, Explain it to me. So sometimes in the Great British Baking Show, um, um, someone will like be just having some struggles yeah just something happened. maybe they burnt something they mm-hmm. had to start over exactly like, something anything. is going horribly awry okay and so other people especially if someone has like finished their dish and they're not doing anything else they'll come over and try their best to help and, and they're not teams they're absolutely competing yeah. against it's each an other individual like, thing. absolutely yeah. there's d- no prize money no
0: okay. <laughs> oh there's just a title involved yeah you get a cake,
2: uh, and, you get uh, cake to, holder? and you get to bake something for the queen yeah but oh, I, th- I
0: thought that was a joke at first no no not at <laughs> all I was like oh wow that's no
2: you win pancake holder and you get to bake something for that the queen. Like that is like a
0: crystal uh, real fancy yeah. cake thing. Yeah. I'm sure it's very expensive. I'm sure. To be Man, fair. Man, what would you bake for the queen though? Like, I, that's a lot of responsibility. Chip, chocolate chip cookies, yeah. Mark. We know that's yeah. what I would bake for the queen. I know. I just got
2: a new recipe for zucchini and dark chocolate <laughs> chips. <laughs> well, now I would bake a croquembouche now that I've done that. <laughs> yeah. <you know>? yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so they will help each other out and it's such a wholesome thing to like watch them and you can tell that all the contestants, if someone fails or has something go wrong or just is behind the times, all of the contestants like feel for them and mm-hmm. they're like oh no like wh- what can I do yeah. how can we get you to where at least you can be judged with the rest of us that's kind of nice so it's in so this nice. flower competition one team is having some struggles now mm-hmm. it was pretty clear that it was going to come down to two other teams that were going to win it yeah this like, other team from, wasn't going to win anyway no. from the very beginning yeah. it was clear the whole show it was going to be one of these two yeah. teams that wins gotcha this is not one of those two teams that is struggling mm-hmm. so a couple of the other teams come over and start helping them out. Mm-hmm. This it was a guest ju- judge. A it was guest, a guest, guest judge, judge comes over and very rudely reams them out and is like, well, you can't be helping. There's a competition yeah. and I can't I judge can't you. I can't judge your part
1: of this because you helped.
2: Yeah. And then even later when she was judging it, she made another really nasty comment yeah. about but it. But it's not like these people were creating for them. No. They were like, hey,
1: put those red plants mm-hmm. there. And the people are jamming these red plants where they went. Yeah. Like, okay. And that was it. They it weren't was... doing
2: anything but manual exactly. work. Exactly. They were following the directions given to them in the thing that had already been created by this team mm-hmm. just to help them finish up in time because time was running out. That made me I, so I was so I angry. was really upset. I, I, I was, I'm so glad you said that because I was really upset because oh. it's
1: like Great British Bake Off and this great flower, whatever mm. it, was it was called, Flower Fight. Yeah, yeah. Seems like you guys got well, real mad
0: watching this show. Well, it's so mad, kind of like the, the mad I get no. watching Fox no, News. Different mad, yeah, not the mad. I
1: wanted cooperation mm-hmm. and happiness, and this that's what these shows have have so much of yeah. and another one that was like that which amber watched and i watched some of was a fashion show thing on in netflix too it was like a co- a competition where these fashion designers and I don't know anything about high fashion, so I was like appalled. I don't by know anything about this. low fashion. Well, all of this, all of this was like yep. I, people. <laughs> I were just like, took a look at
0: what Dave's wearing. I can <laughs> attest he does not know anything about fashion. <laughs> these people would come out with like trash bags with belts on, and the judges were like that's amazing. and yeah, I was like, oh, you know, what's happening right it's now? It's like the whole Kanye West fashion line.
1: Yeah. where it's just baggy sweatshirts. It's just that nonsense. you usually Pay four hundred dollars for. But but the yeah. show was so wholesome. Like everybody mm-hmm. was cheering for each other. There was never any drama, and it was so nice to watch. Yes. I was just like, oh my gosh,
0: I, that's why I can't watch regular reality television because I can't it's stand so negative. Yeah. There, was, there was like a reality show on sci fi that I really liked where it was like people who would make like a movie. It was called uh, Face Off. Thank you. Yes, that's exactly what it's it was called. It's also a movie. Yeah, it was, yeah, they would make like, but mo- it was
2: not the movie. <laughs> they make a m- monster makeup. I Even like now, like of, if somebody
0: a, mentions movie. Face Off, I'll, I'll like go to like, their face like <laughs> John Travolta who does. Are, who are you?
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, in Face Off, they make a, like, uh, it's a makeup competition. Yeah, so yeah, people yeah. that and they put on like ridiculous prosthetics, yeah, prosthetics for aliens. I think and that's stuff. still on. Yeah, it's dope. I it's like that. So, it's so neat to watch like these monsters come to life. You look at a model before they start uh, putting the prosthetics on and then you see them later and you're like, mm-hmm. that's ridiculous. Yeah, that's how crazy. did anyone come up of with skill. how to do yeah, that?
1: Yeah. Well, it's the same thing. We were watching like Queer Eye the other day and one of the guys Bobby is like interior designer right mm-hmm. and so he takes like this normally pretty crappy spot yeah. and like makes it look amazing mm-hmm. and I'm always blown away because that's like not a skill I have like yeah. making my house my house is fine but it doesn't like look this amazing stuff and these and guys it didn't are even pro- start
2: bad to begin yeah, with yeah my house is fine already yeah. I just can't seem, and I like to
1: see it it's like how, how does your brain work like
0: that that yeah. you're just so talented at like just like having better. the ability to like look at a space and be like okay here's how we're gonna make this yeah really and easy. like listening yeah. to him talk I was like Mm, I, don't understand I, don't know. That. <laughs> I don't know about this.
2: Shows like that though, Queer Eye is such yeah. a good example. Like shows that are so wholesome. Yeah. Shows that have such an uplifting message and they're so encouraging in so many ways. And I think that's why I was so angry at that judge. The one, the one because lady. Because like I can't imagine if a, they had some guest judge on the Great British Baking Show and then that judge did that same thing. I feel like that judge would have been yelled at by every host yeah. and everyone else on the and, show. And like the that's ju- not the spirit of this show. The judge, for the flower
1: fight the main guy mm-hmm. was really good he was yeah. really he was an american and he's like i guess world famous for sure flower design well, well, apparently, was a, famous, a world famous florist apparently yeah, guess, all of yeah.
2: these people are very famous in the floral circles yeah. which clearly said i did not know them yeah. Yeah. yeah well
1: i didn't even know that was a thing you could be famous for yeah <laughs> right right so but i guess it makes sense but the guest judges would come on and it would show like stuff they did, and I'm like, wow, that's pretty incredible. But do you make money on this?
0: Like, <laughs> yeah. but I guess so. If you had to pick one of these shows to be on, and it
2: was oh,
1: just clear that you didn't oh. belong, oh, I don't belong. belong on any of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was but I mean, say like, what show? You what show The are you flower on? one. I wouldn't belong on at all. Oh god, because I don't understand it at
2: all. Nailed it. I would fit in and nailed it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah That's cheating, Dave. That's <laughs> well, cheating. I nailed I mean. it. Such a setup show, though. <laughs> oh, yeah, I love that.
1: But like, they're like this super elaborate cake, and they're like, you have 45 minutes. Yeah, like come on. For a uh, okay. fact that a team of bakers did it, yeah, more like more and hours, than that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, but even like the Great British Bake Off, a big thing on that is there's not really like recipes. Mm-hmm. So like mm-hmm. the the middle part of it is they give them like a really streamlined recipe, and mm-hmm. it's like no information. Yeah, it and they like come things. out with stuff. And the the problem with that is like my knowledge of british baking terms too oh as yeah like because they'll say something they'll be like oh, okay and i'm like
2: you know what I, especially when they weigh things and i go how yeah. many cups is that yeah <laughs> yeah exactly and that's right well uh, you're gonna uh, need uh, about grams. 500
0: grams and i'm like yeah. Oh, yeah, okay yeah uh, roughly
2: 515 <laughs> grams is a, a cup, cup by the way or, i've had yeah. to look it up multiple or, times. We, <laughs> we always look
1: up stuff they say like when they said treacle we're like what oh yeah the what's tre- treacle tart it's molasses oh but they call it treacle so we're like what's treacle i don't get pudding
0: either what do you like
2: american pudding like no, bread
1: pudding is like, like their British there's pudding. like six
0: or seven it seems like there's like six or well, seven. well and they were talking like the difference between like crisps and
1: crackers and like all kinds of like some have to have a certain snap yeah cookies and that cookies like this is too American it's almost like a cookie and I'm like oh they're using <laughs> yeah. that as an insult <laughs> but
2: I love no, cookies no, so, yeah. so it's here's, well so here's one of my favorites so I think we've actually talked about this I'm terrified of canned biscuits so when I say <laughs> yeah min- yep I remember that coming so, up (laughs) So when I say biscuits, I'm talking about American, American like U.S. biscuits, like these these buttery, fluffy, soft on the inside, ever so slight crunching the outside. Mm -hmm. Generally Breakfast served biscuits. warm, mm-hmm. put like a, usually a savory gravy with some sausage mm-hmm. or something over them. I, love I tried to look up the equivalent for like southern U.S. biscuits. Yeah, what would they call In it? England. Couldn't find it. Doesn't exist. There is no equivalency for what we call biscuits naturally.
0: Yeah, that's right in, guys. If right. you know what yeah, we're talking if you're about, you're British and you
1: know <laughs> I, what a, a, not a Brit, when we say biscuit, we're not mean like a cookie. Yeah, we're no. talking like, or whatever. <laughs> we're or whatever talking, whatever, or whatever it is. is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're I do talking love like a. British tea biscuits though the yeah, ones dipped like in chocolate love, they're I great love, I yeah. love, like but biscuit. i would call it a cookie i wouldn't yeah, call I would that too. a biscuit and that yeah they were having like all kinds of they have all kinds
0: of rules but i would be terrible i mean i'd be terrible at all those yeah, shows. yeah for sure <laughs> i'm not winning any of these shows when i think a, i think i'd like to be on face off just to see how terribly okay. wrong it would all go for me I, that's a problem i wouldn't know i'd like, accidentally encase my comp model's out. head in plaster i know <laughs> just i would forget about i it. would
1: accidentally kill somebody just like closing their face off like oh wait Oh, I forgot
2: the holes to breathe. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't even know how to start even with the the uh, plant one. Um, I it started and I was like, Yeah, I've bought flowers at the grocery store before, so I'm basically a florist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well they they did them like a lot of times they'll
1: give them like not all the time but sometimes they give them like these chicken wire like cutouts of mm-hmm. a, of the shape. Mm-hmm. But then other times they one time they just gave them a pole. With like a cross pole on it, and it looked like, like a microphone stand. Yeah, like they're just like overly
2: now, large microphone stand. Now make something huge out of this. Cool. <laughs> and, and all these people did. They made these like um, awesome see, things. Incre- like you would see some of these things, and you like start to tear up a little bit because they're so beautiful. I'm not that touched by it. I don't know about that. You know, I was cutting onions. Yeah, <laughs> I was making a lasagna. I would. <laughs> I, w- <laughs> I was eating onions like apples. <laughs> while
1: watching
0: the show. <laughs>
2: God. But they make such beautiful. It was so impressive. Yeah, I don't even understand how you begin to do that. Like, you have to be an amazing artist and then also be good with plants. It's not even just the one.
1: Yeah, I don't understand most of it.
2: Yeah, for sure.
1: well like some of them they had to like keep the plants alive and then they would like store it overnight then it would get judged the next day mm-hmm. and these plants have to stay alive and they had all kinds of plans like, <laughs> like planting them in moss and all kinds of like, like, like oh, peat moss. Yeah, I'm and they sure, talked maybe. about
2: it like it was just normal common knowledge like yeah you just plant them in peat moss that yeah. way it obtains the water, like, and the like water a, better and you don't mm-hmm. use this flower because it, it fades too early
1: and like you have to use this kind yeah, and you it's certainly
2: like, can't use cut flowers yeah. right? and I'm just sitting there like well yeah you well, can't use yeah, cut flowers you can't use cut it flowers. That makes, it makes idiot. all the sense in the
1: world. Dumb, dumb idiot face. <laughs> Nobody uses uh. cut flowers. Yeah, it's. I love watching those shows though. I, amateur hour. I, the only like American one we watch is Top Chef, mm.
2: and that mm. one's not. It's not as bad. They don't
1: put the contestants in a place to like go at each other. Like yeah, that. there's mm-hmm. sometimes like jerk people on there, mm-hmm. but that's just like American. I like Chopped <laughs> too. Chopped is. Chopped fun. is fun, but they do that on Chopped where they make them do some trash talk in the beginning, and I think it's. Yeah, so I don't stupid. like it. Like, no.
2: well, and you can see some people like just really aren't into it. I, I always thought I would love to go on Chopped. I would lose to all those yeah. people. If they had like amateur Chopped, sure I'll do that. Yeah, kids Chopped. <laughs> yeah, sure. I Dave and kids because then I would only killed by a bunch of kids. Yeah, I would maybe only lose to one of the f- other three children, not, mm. not all of them. I could beat one or two of the children. The Food Network has like this kids baking
1: championship or whatever, and even they're baking. I'm like, what? Like, right? The kids mm-hmm. like seven. I'm like, <laughs> what? Like,
0: what? Oh my god, they're a flower
1: savant. Yeah, they, yeah, they're like they're into it. I don't get it.
2: And I think some of that really speaks to the kind of people we are actually with board games like we prefer co-ops and even if it is a competitive game we're really not overly competitive I, I
1: thought you were going to say we are savants with board games
2: no no no, no, no we're dumb as no. bricks <laughs> <laughs> this is your first podcast that you've listened to first off I'm sorry <laughs> yeah it started in a weird place there's other places you could go for this <laughs> oh for sure this? we are not savants with it but like the point is to have fun and help yeah. each other out and be a part of a group I tend to like the more British shows. Is because that seems to come out, whereas the American shows are all about drama. Yeah, which is dumb. I can't stand it. Yeah, you love the drama though. Oh no, I do the not. Drama. For your mama. Yeah, you love the drama. I do not. you say
0: you don't? But I can see it in your eyes. <laughs> I, I do, do not I can see though. <laughs> Mark says he saw
2: it. I don't know, Dave. I don't he know who to believe drama. Now. I wasn't even looking in his eyes.
0: He was looking in yours, though. Yeah. I was looking at yours. and
2: He I wasn't was looking like, in
1: your eyes either. He was looking in your soul. Yeah. I was like, right. Jokes on you? Don't have one. <laughs> Mark, we played a bunch of, what was that? Iron Brigade? Oh, yeah. yeah you like that it? game's good. So dope. Game's I mean, I've fun. played it before. Yeah. We played it together it. before. Yeah. I never yep. played it co op, but I did. Oh, enjoy really?
0: It. Yeah. I think I downloaded it after you guys had played the. Just it.
1: download it. We're playing
0: it. Yeah. Maybe I will.
1: Just go on your... You have to go on your own games, like the games you own that Mm -hmm. aren't downloaded, and it's in there. Yeah. And then you have to... I think you're my friend on Xbox 360, but apparently Dave was not my friend on Xbox 360. So Which we had to do this. Which is real confusing. We had yeah. to do this like insane workaround to become friends on the 360 so that we could play that game together. Because of course crazy. You,
2: you can't just pull up a 360 menu because we're playing on Xbox. Right? One. Yeah. yeah. He sense. sent yeah. he sent
1: me the request and I you know you hold down the middle button uh-huh. and it was like, do you want to shut your console off? I was like, no, <laughs> no, well, no, I want to play, play this game. Iron <laughs> yeah. It
0: was, it, I like it's tower defense game.
1: Yeah. It's Tower defense with mechs. Yeah. yeah. Which I mean, yeah, I love it. I'm I'm gonna write them a letter, see if they can remake it. Yeah, give us probably not do anything.
2: Yeah, (laughs)
0: just hit them up with a letter and be like, "Yo, can you uh, just remaster?" this? I guarantee you
2: three purchases.
1: Yeah, yeah, I guarantee that three. I know at least three people that will play this. Yeah,
2: so there you go. I don't know how much money it's gonna take to remaster it. Yeah, but
1: but if you could do it before the summer's over, that'd be great. Mm -hmm. And I'm gonna need you
2: to do it on a budget of like forty-five (laughs) dollars.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't wanna spend. I don't wanna spend sixty bucks on it. But if you could keep it on the Oh, no, I mean
2: combined. I was thinking like 15 each. Oh, you yeah. want 15, the, like the 15 old school, each. Like 15.99 yeah. Like Xbox arcade <laughs> price. <laughs> <laughs> like that's the expensive side. Like, whoa, $15, whoa, $15. Come on now. Am I a million? I assume it just looks oh, like God, I'm God, drinking man. an entire chocolate jar. It's gross. Like mm-hmm. this much. It's all water, I actually. Mean. Yeah, I, I saw this
0: and I was like, is Dave really going to drink an entire jar? I watched him drink it and I, didn't,
1: I totally was like, well,
0: <laughs>
2: just not going to engage with him about yeah. the cherry juice. I don't care what Dave does anymore. Who cares? just yeah. let him go.
0: You know, he's just going to do what he going to do. Right?
2: I think it's very clear that I am an eccentric billionaire without all that pesky money. Yeah. yeah without all true. the money getting in your way. A slightly <laughs> unhinged like billionaire. <laughs> like that Can you imagine me as a billionaire like with how unhinged poor me is? Yeah. <laughs> Like we all just, know that I would wear the same clothes that I do now, though. Like, yeah. I wouldn't ever go but shopping. It'd all, it all be Gucci. <laughs> yeah. You, <laughs> no, but it wouldn't. I still <laughs> wouldn't shop for any new clothes. You yeah. wouldn't shop for it. they just give it to you. Yeah,
0: yeah. Once you reach a certain amount of money, yeah. they'll pay you. They'll pay you to wear their clothing. <laughs> Yeah, I had to laugh. You'd be like, uh, like a real destitute-looking Willy Wonka dude. <laughs>
3: I really would be.
0: I, be. I would love it. I would love it, too. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's great. I'm not saying like it's a bad thing. It's a thing I'm actively rooting for, honestly. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I would build us our own studio, that's for sure. Oh, my God, yeah. I would hire you both, but for minimum wage. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Dave. Oh, I'll pay I'm you gonna... to play board games with me and then do the podcast, but you have to clock in and out. <laughs> you have to clock <laughs> yeah. in and out, but I'll
1: front you your pay for the next 50
2: years. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Also, there's going to be a lot of off-the-clock violations. You have to clock out for lunch, but we have to keep playing board games while you eat. But it counts as your lunch break. You do not get
0: paid. A lot of wage oh, theft. And yeah, I was, was going was... to say, I'll sue you. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I'm going to sue Dave.
0: A lot of, uh, <laughs> you made me work on my lunch break. A lot of wage theft happening at Walking Beans, Inc. <laughs>
3: Game over, man. Game over.